I'm uh, not going to play the music because, uh, well, that's all. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> we are, uh, we're not in our normal place. Uh, we are at uh, Asylum 49. As uh, Carrie says, we're not in the basement. <laughs> that's true because our, our studio is also in the basement, uh, just like Dink is. Um, I need to come up with a cool name for our studio. Oh, we already have it. It's Ugly Baboon. It's Ugly Baboon Studios. There you go, Ugly Baboon Studios. Yeah, we could talk. I don't know. Do you want to talk about the name? No. It's from our kids. Yeah, it's not anything bad. It's just what our kids call each other. Ugly Baboon. Like, their Netflix names are that. And when they post about each other, they call each other Ugly Baboon. I had a uh, action-packed week full of uh, contractors. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's been shit. That sounds like, like my week every week. Bunch of bunch of salespeople all <laughs> all damn week. Breeze Breeze apparently enjoyed your cupcakes. Gonna have another one, Jess. Good. I'm glad they're I like enjoyable. The way you, bake, you bake them in sacrament cups. <laughs> is that what those are? Those look. I thought they this were. This is not a. This is way bigger <laughs> than a sacrament. <laughs> they're cup. like they're like fecal sample cups. Oh, even better. I think it's a portion uh, cup. We're, so anyway, uh, yeah, we're here at Asylum Forty Nine in the majestic Tooele. Yeah, majestic. It's pretty far west uh, <laughs> and south. And uh, oh, this one's space, huh? Uh, in, carrot. In, carrot. in the middle of nowhere. Um, this is one which of Chris's favorite. For a haunted location. Yeah, but when I was walking down the sidewalk and you look at the street signs, you're like, this is kind of weird that this big building is just in the middle of these like small neighborhoods. And right behind a church. A creepy. And a cemetery. Right next to cemetery. And a cemetery. And like you go, like, so we took a tour. Um, and we're going to talk to a lot of folks. Uh, this will be a little special episode, but. Uh, We took a tour through uh, through it uh, before anyone was here in the daylight. Um, Daylight doesn't really help indoors, um, but uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that tonight. Um, But it is weird going out there and being like, "This is some like fucked up stuff," (laughs) and not because this is like they don't they're they're not in Salt Lake or Bountiful, so they don't really give a shit about you know traditional. Like nicety haunts. Now. Oh, if this was in Bountiful, it'd be shut down. There's, <laughs> there are some really fucked up things in this haunted. They're house. full contact, though. Got to say, one of the whole. Well, they were too, the yeah. first to yeah, yeah, full contact. I'm not sure if any of the others do it. I, I think maybe they do, but these so, guys. Well, are, and they only do. You can't. Like, you well, don't wear something special. Except yeah. for Wimpy Wednesday, they said if you come on Wimpy Wednesday, they don't do full it's contact. It's not full contact. So that's when you want to bring the kids. No, my favorite thing. So my favorite thing is the sign out front says, if you question whether or not or if you're wondering if your child is old enough, they're not. Like, it's that simple. Like you answered your own question. Yeah. Well, I don't know if my kid can go through this. Well, if you question that, don't put your kid through this. Um so anyway, uh, that's that's what we're going to be doing. A lot of the show um, contractors suck. I hate window salespeople. Um, they're worse than you car used car salespeople. Uh, and that's really all I've done this week. It's been a really, <laughs> really shit-filled week in that regard. Um, what about you guys? So I sunburned my lips. I don't know if anybody was just nice enough to not stare. Oh, but I thought uh, you just I thought you had cold sores. No, yeah. no, this is I, th- I thought they were fever blisters. I thought it was like herpes, and I'm like, where's uh, Heather know about The this? mouth herpes. No, I get those from time to time, but it's usually just one. This is like my whole bottom lip. Just from being outside? Yeah, so so oh, I was stop out. Stop pouting while you're outside. Let, let me ask you this. Have you ever heard of chapstick? <laughs> oh, I'm pouting. Oh, yeah, but. Just the bottom And lip. I use chapstick, <laughs> but obviously I need to get the. the you need to get. It does it have SPF Were you buying cheap 
Walmart knockoff That's, chapstick? Yes, yes, he was. It's, he gets it from Savers. It's my old yellow chapstick. Savers chapstick? Is that like used yeah, chapstick? Yeah, I don't know if it's my old yellow chapstick. <laughs> I don't think Oleo has SPF in it. Yeah, I don't think they so, do. Yeah. So I was out. Oh, that's so sad. I had a marathon of meetings this week, but I had two of them back to back where I was doing extensive field measurements. Did you outside. rub like tons of Vaseline on it when you were meeting with a client, like a new client, so it looked look all gross and this, shiny? This was, this was as of Wednesday, because Tuesday sucks. when we met last. And they just blistered. But hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll heal pretty fast. I hope so. So I look like I've got the leprosy. Because that'll be a pretty when fucking it starts, miserable When it vacation. starts healing, then you'll be like... <laughs> You're like, honey, you give me a kiss, so and Heather's like, uh, no. I had, <laughs> I had my hard hat on because I was out on a construction site and I had sunglasses and long sleeves, so I didn't really think about it. Yeah. I get home and I, like my lips are tingling, kind of like when you get a cold sore, mm-hmm. but... It's my I whole entire it's like It's lip. like... So well, first off, you, you need to describe it better because not everyone gets cold sores, Jeremy. I've literally never They're had like a cold greeny, sore. yellow, pussy pustules. But, but th- this is... Yeah, this is... No, I sunburned. But I don't know how that feels. It like greeny, yellow, pussy pustules? I, yeah. I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> it, I do know how like windburn feels on your face. I no, learned it doesn't that. feel like that. So windburn... So they're I used like, to work in a warehouse. Like limp, it's like limp plumper, like... Mother Nature's Yeah, I look like I had some Botox. <laughs> My bottom lip's all swollen. Maybe you should have a conversation with Kylie Jenner about a new way to plump her lips. Maybe. I should go out and get sunburned. I have never in my life been sunburned on my lips. Anyway, Aww. thanks nobody for saying anything all evening. I thought somebody would say something. I honestly didn't. What happened to your lips. face? Yeah, something is like that, that what you're supposed to say? So, so my coworker actually <laughs> has like really bad, something is wrong with her and they've been trying to figure it out. And she's all like broken out, like clear up, like big sores, up like the nose. size of like dimes up on on both of on both our top and bottom lip, I just feel so. Oh bad. my god, who are we talking to? Oh, Carissa's sister has that weird. <gasps> so yeah. Carissa's sister found out. So there's apparently some weird allergy to cold. Like it's a. I real don't thing. have it. Don't it's look a, at me like that. It's a real condition. Like cold weather. Like no. Co- like extreme temperature. So like. That she found out because her sister, she always, you know, kind of got bothered by cold, but she went uh, down the Provo River and they fell out of the boat or whatever. And so she was completely covered in freezing cold water because the Provo River is cold as shit. And uh, she went into anaphylactic anaphylactic shock from it. She swelled up and went into anaphylactic shock. And, and like, the closest place was like Instacare and they like dropped her on the way, like carrying her back to the. Room. Car and so she's yeah. There's like, an Instacare at the bottom of the mountain. Yeah, and, 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 and like they, they apparently it's a real thing. Like you, can wow. actually so she has have to carry an epipen around in case she gets too cold. That's crazy. That's weird. Right? I actually want that disease so I can make Chris turn the air conditioning down. That's not going to happen. I'll just <laughs> let you. I'll be like, take some fucking Claritin and get over it. So he'll just lean over and epipen your ass. Oh, I would love to just stab her with an EpiPen. Here's <laughs> some epinephrine. Yes, but Look after up. you EpiPen, you still have to go to the hospital. Like, nope. <laughs> it's not like in the movies. Nope. It's You'll die. No. So, so yeah, that's been my week. The lip, the, oh, the lip sunburned. Weird. I've never in my that's whole life. I don't feel weird. bad for you. Stop pouting. Now you're gonna have. <laughs> is it lip cancer or skin cancer? I don't know. My Both. lips are gonna fall off. Your you lips have are skin. skin on your lips. <laughs> but you also can get lip cancer, like well, mouth okay. cancer, and you But that's mouth cancer. That's yeah, different than lip inside. cancer. It's your gums. You get mouth cancer. Yeah, right here. that's your gums, not your skin. It's your lips. It's still skin. <laughs> This is Anatomy 101, by the way. Yeah. Good Tonight. place to it's have not. it. not. This is like remedial anatomy where we still don't fucking know. In a, <laughs> we're in an old hospital, so this is a That is true. Place. I did see all those it's charts true. on the wall. Yeah. Oh, oh what? Those old charts on I the saw wall. a lot more yeah. than charts on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> like so the girl is. that was taking us around told us that an old hospital 
She was actually born in the old hospital. She was born here. Awesome. She was literally yeah. born in this building. That's creepy. Well, she sat down in the basement where all the old all records. All the records. Just I would box. love to go Oh, my God. <laughs> she goes, she goes, well, Talk about this, some HIPAA violations. She's like, the basement's really creepy. She's like, there's these, like, mounds of dirt down there because it's not all, like, done. And then there's just a chair with a light pointing at yeah, it. Yeah, Kim was talking about it at FanX in yeah. their panel, and he was like, it's like, one of the most terrifying places like, what, in this like, place. The fact that they just left it is what's weird to me. Like, they've, they've owned this place for how long, and they find it, and they're like, oh, so that really is true. All right, let's just leave it. <laughs> well, so after the end of the season, they put it all back as a hospital. Yeah, it's weird. They just store they just store everything and it's right back to normal. So hey Yeah, we're in the wellness clinic. Yes. And so I don't know that I would come here to get wellness. Well, when they say wellness, so what they're doing with this side, because they took over the nursing home, um, it closed in 2017, yeah. like February of 2017. And so what they're doing on this side, they had the documentary at Fanex, is uh, they have about over a hundred actors like and staff people that help out through the season that have just become family and they're giving them a safe place they're giving them a place for continuing education um and so that's what it means by wellness is it's just it's a like it's just a, a community center community basically. center yeah yeah that's, that's what it says like after. a ymca really cool. but not yeah because that's where you go to get molested ymca <laughs> I was trying totally to think. Happened. I was trying to think of what the <laughs> totally other one is. But. That or a uh, church, Catholic church. <laughs> Those are the two places that you go to get molested. You gotta go to church. I gotta go back boy. to church. You going back to church? I said I gotta go back to church. <laughs> Jess wants to get molested. <laughs> oh. You're not a young boy. No, that's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you're good. You're safe. Okay. I mean. I, I am not out. safe. You I'm could, in asyl- I'm in, at could, Asylum 49. You, you could go hang out with that foster dad in Spanish Fork. He's out by you. Did you not hear that story? Ugh. Spanish Fork is not anywhere by me, by it's the way. It's closer to you than it is to Willa. Uh, they're actually, I hope she'll be out the same distance. No, no, it's not. Yeah, they're about 40 minutes from my house because you come but, back the back way. But Tooele is not 40 minutes from Spanish Fork. No, but for, you said from That's my house. That's what I'm house. saying. Yeah, your house is closer so than Tooele to Spanish Fork. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, sorry, I thought you meant my house. <laughs> That's okay. But no, so this is a guy in Spanish Fork who was arrested for child molestation. Uh, he was fostering a young girl, like early teens. Oh, and I did hear this. Like the graphic detail of the complaint like cuddling and stuff like that but then you hear he did it all nude and he was like yeah in our house we practice nudism in the house in private because i want her to be i want her to learn to be proud of her body and and be comfortable at home creepy yeah that's a foster kid by the way that's not your kid that you raised in a (laughs) fucked up manner that's a foster kid. they're touring people through here before it opens oh that's fine we She's like, hear. sorry. Nah, she can be as loud as she wants. We got these mics that don't pick up shit except our voice. Oh our sultry gosh. voice. There's some mm. actors coming through the hall. Don't turn uh, around. Don't turn around. No. Oh, I saw them on the way that don't way too. Put their don't masks look. on. That's great. I love it. I love it. I lo- this is one of my- So it was nice going through with the lights on. So when I go yes. through a haunted house. So I don't know if you guys know this. When okay, I was that a- cane is creepy as shit. When I was a. Uh, are we even going to... Should we just stop the show? Because you guys just keep <laughs> shit out in the middle of people talking. We're good. That's yeah, what we do. <laughs> really? Do you want me to say that when we're doing events? Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, 
when I was a kid uh, growing up, uh, I helped build and acted in the local haunted house. So the city put on a haunted house. The recreation department of the city put on a haunted house every year because it's a town of 12,000 and no one has anything else to do. Uh, and so it was a big fundraiser for a lot of high school um, events. And speech and debate actually kind of had the... Uh, the stranglehold on it for years until everyone's like, how are you doing all this fundraising? How are you so successful? And the speech and debate coach was like, well, we do this thing and we do this thing. And then everyone started doing those things and we started making less money because now then the city was like, they were well, taking your- the city was like, well, the drama department, I was in both departments, but they're like, yeah, the drama department wants to do this. So we got to share time with them and the cheerleaders want to do it. So now they get to have time. And we're like, the fuck so now like all the money that we were making go anyway so we built the haunted house though we would put in hours building the haunted house and the hours that you put in you know you got money back from the city for that uh into the program um and then and i was poor as shit so that was the best way for me to pay for extracurriculars is to work my ass off for them go on the bike band tours or yeah, whatever the so, things you did the- so haunted houses aren't band tours i did speech and debate oh buddy. speech debate tour and theater we did. We actually did theater competitions too. But anyway, uh, I don't. Haunted houses don't scare me, like not in the slightest. Like it's they're they're. Except for that one person in the alien room. What? Around the corner. I don't know what you're talking about. The little person that was in the corner. The little, the, okay. the, little the old man here. Yeah. yeah. I said it was creepy as fuck. It didn't scare me. It was a dummy, and it scared you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see and it. All knew, of a sudden, it was there. And we knew we were going through before. But then, when you the but then, then, then when you jumped, I just walked around it. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> but well, and when you jumped, I put my flashlight on it to see the details. So there are. He's like, look at this. I'm like, no. We're we are away, so, you guys. Anyway, what I do when I go through haunted houses, I love haunted houses. I love them. But I'm always like, I'm the dude that's like looking inside the dresser drawer that's half open to see what's in there. Because it's the tiny details. Ooh, they just turned out the lights. Those those details are what make a haunted house for me. And I got to tell you, walking through this place, holy shit. The details. So the first, and I've talked about this before, the first scare factor of this place for me is it's it was actually an old hospital, mm-hmm. an old mental institution. And so the rooms you're going in. The That's the year it was built. That's why it's 49, right? Oh, maybe. Oh, that is. I, I think know. so. It's maybe. all coming back but, to me now. But we, uh, it's all coming back. <laughs> well, so and, and the side we're on was a hospital a year ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was a, a, a little folks home. home, a nursing home. Yeah. And apparently from what the gal that gave us the tour, and I apologize, I can't remember her name. Um, she said it wasn't a very, like, well kept to no, the I patient. Mean, well, look, old look, home. look at the place. It's not like it probably looks nicer now that they've redone some of this area than it did because you can tell a lot of this is fresh work. Um, but it, it so the fixtures that you see in these rooms. There's hospital beds. There's patient lifts. There's sinks and bathtubs and and old tiled hospital well, showers. When they left the hospital a year ago, they left everything. Yeah. When they left the original and, side, too, they left everything. So they have lots of really Because I'd old, imagine when the city pulled out, they're like, we're not keeping that crap. Yeah. Well, and it's like old antique, like like they have in the they old... They don't use them anymore. In the old wing, they have like antique, like metal syringes with the glass things because it's that old. that They didn't have plastic syringes back yeah. then, like the thin metal. So, so it's they the real deal. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but the, the detail, the attention to detail in the, the dummies is I thought some of them were real in the daylight, knowing there were no actors, thought it was an actor like laying on a table. In the, the, in the vampire, vampire room. room. And, yeah. and, the, and the thing is, 
what makes that so amazing isn't that that dummy's so real, but because that dummy looks so real, you think it's a person, and it draws your attention away from wherever the real person is. Right. Yeah. And that's when you get fucking scared in a place like this. So. Yeah. It's cool. I, I I was glad to be able to come see it during the daytime. It, I actually really enjoyed it. I think it gives a different appreciation. It's like knowing how a film is made or yeah. anything that is so detailed when you get to see how, like, the workings of it. Actually, any job, you just get a greater appreciation it's, for it. It's like watching the Blu-ray with the commentary turned on, which, by the way, is actually pretty good a lot of times if you do that. But uh, so, so the level of detail they have here, imagine when the lights are out. They're out. They just turned them out. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so going through this place, if, if you're into it would be, houses. It would be interesting to see how it's all like how they did all the lighting and everything, especially there's one area that they have outside uh, Silent Hill area. That would be neat to see how, because you would dark. have to light that at night yeah. to see what the effects were so going to be. Just pitch so, black out yeah. There, yeah. So, um, uh, Jess, we're still talking about our weekend, technically. <laughs> we haven't transitioned yet. Did, Nothing. Did you do anything this week? No. No, well, that's not true. I have, I have four cakes coming up Jesus that I have to start prepping for, so you including need, a wedding. You need to charge more. So I'm going to do you, do you do that. Um, What was your car in the shop for? Oh, my service engine light came on, and... Which is weird because I've never had a car that that's happened for of all of the cars I've had. And so I was like, well, I did a little bit of reading on it and it's actually not, uh, it, it can be serious, but it's usually not. It's usually, um, emissions related. And so, um, they tested it and I, I have, ba- I have vapors, <laughs> but that was like, oh, you have the vapors. So, yeah. the vapors. I don't know. So, so I, so it could have meant like my gas cap was too loose or yeah. it could have mean anything, but he shut it off and he's like, it, it probably won't come back on, but. Well, if it does, I don't know if I'm dead of like carbon monoxide or something. If I don't show up at a future show, I guess the good thing about working at a, car, at a car dealership is you can uh, take your car in and be like, "Hey, can you tell me what the code is on the check engine light?" Yeah, except for that's what I did, and that's why I was late because they didn't but put we it were, in until the end of the. We were still day. we were still fuck all early to this place. Oh, so. that's true. Because um, okay. usually traffic is bad out here. So uh, what about uh, what about events? I mean, this is haunted house it's like season. What about them? Yeah, it's officially started on the fourteenth, I believe. I believe almost everybody is most of them open. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine why they Last wouldn't weekend. be. Honestly, it's, um, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, quick. I was trying to remember who other, I saw. Do you have other events? Yes, of course I do. This is me we're talking about. Um, but I don't. I didn't want to do too many. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. Um, I, I, I wrote a, just a couple of really cool ones just because they're, they kind of like coincide with each other that I found. I only wrote two. Sorry, guys. Uh, so the 22nd, Legends Boxing, which, sorry, title. It's another boxing gym, and we're talking about it at the moment. But they are putting on the, I believe it's the second annual um police versus firefighters boxing event. Oh, nice. And it's going to be at Electric Park at Thanksgiving Point. And um, tickets are still available. You can actually buy a whole table for like $350, like right up by the ring. Um, And then, so it's at two... Two to four, and a percentage goes to the fire, empl- different fire and police charities. My 
So my, that's uh, cool. My buddy Greg's a firefighter for Unified. It's uh, I knew he was going to keep that job and liked it when he was a firefighter for more than nine months. Because uh, that was about the length <laughs> that was of his job. job. Like, he, like he bounced to so many jobs, even ones that he was good at and he just hated. Uh, and he finally settled. So he's a firefighter for Unified. Um, he's so he's the, the EMS part of it. Um, well, I mean, now that he's certified. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that's what he does. <laughs> but now. yeah, um, but, but uh, uh, he was... Uh, he was uh, they play that hockey game the boots versus uh, oh, yeah. the guns versus hoses uh, guns and hoses uh, hockey game at the, is that a band? no yep. but that's what it's named after um, but he's gotten thrown out of that game before he has? yeah it's nice. hard It's hard to get into the fire department my brother-in-law who's a uh, ex-navy no, yeah, Marines. Next, ex-Marines. It's ex-Marines. tough. He tried twice and didn't. Yeah, it's really tough to get on with the fire department. So he started in American Fork volunteering for them uh, and then came on as a part-time and moved into full-time. Like, it was a long process. Once he became full-time with American Fork, getting into another group was a little bit easier. But yeah. getting on with Unified... It's not like Unified's huge, right? It covers a lot of the different areas of the valley. It's not the whole valley. There are some, uh, like West Jordan has their own fire department, for example. But Unified covers a lot of the valley. When we first started with Unified, it wasn't a specific station position. He bounced from yeah. station to station and finally got on a permanent station, but it was way far away from his house. And now he's a little bit closer to home, but at an exciting station. So he's pretty happy where he's at. But that's, that's pretty crazy how that stuff works. Well, yes, Uh, maybe on the 29th, he will be taking part uh, in the firefighter chili cook-off that is going to be at Southtown Mall. It is... I doubt it. He can't cook. The sixth annual. (laughs) (laughs) He, He likes some sizzler. He's a fat ass, though. He, he will make a whole plate of fries, and Greg doesn't. doesn't listen to this, I'm sure, but uh, he'll make like a whole, like a big old thing of fries, put them on a plate, cover them in like two inches of cheese, melt that cheese, and then pour a bottle of ranch on top of them. Huh. I don't think that will be at the chili cook It's not bad tasting, but it is like six million calories in one second. <laughs> Anyways, so that is from 11 to 4. They judge them on four different categories, and so you bought, like buy a ticket to taste the chili and then that money is going to university of utah health uh burn camp programs oh that's awesome that's cool so how do you how do you get to enter the chili cook-off do you have to be a firefighter firefighter. yeah it's a firefighter cook-off bullshit Actually, I will say this, though. That's the other thing about firefighters. Because of the, the, the way their schedules work and, like, they, they work, like, a lot three days on, meaning three 24-hour shifts a lot of the times, they become very good cooks because they have to cook for each other. So I haven't really talked about these events yet just because they're so spread out all over the city. But have you guys seen the signs downtown that say the blocks? Yes. yes. Yeah, the Blocks SLC. Yeah, so the Blocks SLC, is, it started about a month ago, about two months ago, and it's basically just a 40-block area that highlights all of the art and culture that is part of Salt Lake. So they're There's always, tons. Yeah, they're always posting events, whether it's, I mean, you could go to Rose Wagner, Discovery Gateway, Galvin's all part of it. And if you go to their site, they have like a, a block map and they even have them like painted on the sidewalks Hmm. now that say like the blocks and you can just go to the website the block the blocks there's an s in there slc and it will give you upcoming events whether it's music so is it blocks b-o-c-k-s slc so there's two s's yes 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 absolutely 
um, like they featured the Urban Arts Festival. That was the 15th and 16th. Um, but yeah, it's a, just a really, really cool new thing that the Salt Lake Valley has incorporated because clearly we have tons of culture here. And so, it's all about yeah, the they do every concerts, art we got events. The Leonardo. We have a bunch of art galleries. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. So check, check that out. That's just a cool place to go find events all right. now. So Utah, for those of you that don't know. Maybe we'll spend some more time on this in another episode, but it's appropriate because we're at Asylum 49, which is a haunted house. Utah is one of the biggest haunted house places in the country. Like, we are consistently listed in the top tier of cities. For as small of a city as we are in comparison, like, we're the 24th in size, basically, I think, for markets of TV and stuff like that. We are usually somewhere between number one and number three for haunted house attractions. Um, it's a big deal. We like our scary shit here. We have the Halloween Expo. Um, we've had other similar things try to try to happen. Fear Factory. Um, or that not Fear Factory. Um, Fear Con. Fear Con is on the Oh, is that going to happen again? Yeah. So, it's on the 12th of so October. We like our haunts. Um, we have lots of cool stuff. We have a lot of corn mazes uh, here. That's a big thing out here. Um, but Don't I, ever do those while you're pregnant. It's really bad for you. Uh, well, most, <laughs> most haunted houses, like if you look at their signs, it says don't come in if you're pregnant. No, I say that in corn mazes because their ground is really uneven. And I fell in a hole once when I was pregnant with Cassie. <laughs> That's it really why it's hurt. really bad for you because yeah. you fell in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> I fell in a hole out there. Dude, did. I'm I am out by the uh, by the campers by the hillside. I the very hillside. very rarely ever fall, trip, stumble, anything like that. But it, it's a good thing. I pray. So how many how many do we have? We have Fear Factory. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go through. So there there's a few sites out there. UtahHauntedHouses.com lists most of them. So I'm gonna go through ones that that, that are for sure. Here, so we have Castle of Chaos, Nightmare on Thirteenth. We have Asylum Forty Nine, uh, Dead City Haunted House in Murray, Fear Factory. Night Stalkers Haunted Trail uh, out in West Jordan. Moonlit Manor. Um, I said Nightmare on 13th. I think those are the big ones. And those are all basically in Salt Lake, West Jordan areas. Oh, Lagoon does Frightmares. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Haunted Hollow both in Ogden and then there's one down in Spanish Fork. Uh, or not Spanish Fork, but uh, American Fork. Um, which no, the haunted forest? No, it's not a haunted forest. It's Strangling Brothers now. That's where they moved. They sold their land. It's all. No, like they've always one, rented. Yeah, it's all one so big no, old. Like I went there one day to go pick up to go say hi to Richie from X ninety six, and it's. They it's moved. No, moved. they had moved. So they were in it's that moved. one spot, and, and two years ago, no, 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 not Strangling Brothers. The haunted forest. Oh, the haunted forest. The, 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 the haunted Brothers. forest out in American Fork. They were on one piece of land that they had leased. That they little had, tiny corner, and now it's all move, buildings. And they moved to a new spot like it's two years pretty ago. Pretty scary. <laughs> uh, and they're still there, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Strangling Brothers is 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 out there as well now. Did um, and I think so. I don't think that they're still in Draper. I think that they moved. No, they moved because they were out by Boondocks. Yeah. Um, I, I I know who built on that land. And uh, <laughs> 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 so uh, the Lagoon Frightmares is actually kind of fun because you get to go ride. Oh, we should do that this year, babe. We didn't go to Lagoon. We should go on a date night to Frightmares. Okay. It's kind of fun. There's a bunch of little haunted houses you can go through. They're Jeff not. Jeff told me that I should go during the week 
Yeah, we should. And they're not quite the same level that they are uh, other places like here because it's not that's not all they do. But they have like the stupid terror ride. I love that ride, by the way. Yeah, because that's the thing. You get to ride the rides, too. Yeah. So I, I think it would. Uh, so, but anyway, we've got lots of stuff. So we used to have uh, Rocky Point uh, Haunted House, which for years, Rocky Point was, was the. So I'm going to tell you a cool fact that country. I learned about that, um, which is actually the same for here at Asylum 49, are both in trusts. So they will go on and on forever. What? That's Kim's point. However, the lady that had the trust for Rocky Point got, got rid of it, and that's why it no longer exists. Oh, really? Yep. That's crazy. Well, yeah. she she worked primarily in Hollywood, and that's how she was able to get so. Oh many yeah, of those she props. had amazing stuff. The downside to the success of a place like that is, um, it it got to a point right before they finally stopped doing it, where it was just a stream of people the whole time because it was the best in the nation. Like people came here just to go to that haunt. Um, it, it would stream people through it, and when you stream people through a haunt, it, it's just not as good. My favorite. In Utah that I've ever been to was the abandoned silver mine, the up in Park City. Oh, yeah. Silver mine. They only they used did to, that for a few years. Yeah, they used to do a haunted cool. house, so they would actually take you underground, and you'd go through the haunt. And the, the crazy thing is, so you get scared here. You're above ground. You can just fucking run out. There's a million exits to just take a break. When you go there, you're like 2,000 feet underground. You're not going anywhere. You have... Rock wall walls and 2,000 feet of earth above your head, you can't get away. So, like, when the chainsaw guy at the end, because every haunted house has a chainsaw guy at the end, right? The but chainsaw guy at the every end. Every damn time. You can't get away from him when you're underground. It's only one way in and one way out. Yeah, it's an elevator that they control. <laughs> I think they have a drill guy at this one. But they made you put uh, hard hats on and everything because it's required by OSHA to be underground like that. I so, remember that. That was pretty cool. And that's just the haunted houses. Those are just the big ones listed on this site. I'm sure there's some others. Um, like uh, um, Castle of Chaos has escape rooms. They have that big... Isn't there a big one now where the PetSmart used to be over on like 54th and Redwood? Isn't yes. that a haunted house too now? Yeah. Because they also have the castle that's on State Street in like 78th, mm -hmm. right next to Bumblebee's, which... Just go to Bumblebee. We went there, remember, last year? We did the investigation there? Yeah, I've been through the haunted house, though. The investigation was dumb. Sorry. You're dumb. <laughs> I think, in general, they're dumb, though. I don't think that's a mystery to any of our listeners. I think yeah. that's the last time I talked to my cousin. That <laughs> was when we went there? Mm-hmm. Well, Asylum 49 is one of the like top 13 in the entire nation. Yeah, and this they get a lot of well, they get a lot of, of videos and stuff like that done here. They have a documentary, of course, because it is also it's been on a lot of ghost hunting places too, or a lot of ghost hunting shows. So the first time that uh, Ghost Adventures came out was in 2011, and um, and then they came out a second time. Aside from haunted houses, we also have haunted houses in Utah. <laughs> Not just houses, but I mean, one of the things that, like we said, one of the things that makes Asylum 49 fairly unique in the haunted house space in Utah is it's actually believed to be incredibly haunted, like right. full of spirits. Um, Jeremy's done some hunt, hunts here. Yeah. Well, said so, hunts. so I'm that investigating. Halloween, the Halloween episode we did two years ago, if you recall, on the show, and we played some of those EVPs. Some of those yeah. came from here. I didn't. I wasn't on that episode. But uh, well, I, yeah, you were. That was a Holly was on it. I Holly was. Oh, that was Holly's episode that she came in on. Um, so I guess because I had to do something for Sean, I think. But but anyway, uh, that. Um, 
so I, and just take a step back. So Jeremy, uh, we've talked about it before early on in the show. We don't bring it up that much, but Jeremy started the Paralumin Paranormal Paralumination, the, the Paranormal Paraluminati Society, the Paranormal Illumination Society, the Paraluminati. So it's like Illuminati. I should have worn that shirt today. They're paralyzed from the waist down. They only have use of their arms. So they're wheelchairs. It's a bunch of wheelchair. Paraluminati. I'm writing that down. Hold on. But anyway, so so That's quite the visual. We don't talk about it much. Um, we do talk about how much I think it's bullshit, uh, the whole ghost thing uh, in general, and how uh, everyone else but me believes in it. Well, I'm uh, kind of fancy about it. You, you're what? Fancy. You just can't make up a fucking word like that. I'm I can, too. You make up words all the damn time. She just I'm, did, and I'm, it's recorded. I'm fancy about it. <laughs> fancy. I don't, I don't understand. Like I'm on fancy. the fence. I know what it means. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. But uh, you asked me like 12 times, so I decided I'd finally answer you, so you shut up. Para Illuminati. Hold on. I got to. <laughs> uh, anyway. Sounds like an elite like fighting the para, force. It's like, yeah, it's like the Paralympics, but it's like <laughs> ghost hunting for. So it's so a paranormal. Illumination. Is nice. that what it was? Yeah. Illumination Society? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pro- paranormal. Yeah, you, you, you do whatever you're gonna. Do. I'm, I'm gonna it. fuck it up in the show notes. Suck it. Suck that just it. might the the para illuminati might be the show title. Sounds good. But I don't know. We'll we'll see if anything we else can be pops the para up. Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what I was gonna say about that is is uh, you don't talk about it. So even when we're, it's funny because even when we're walking around with the people that are touring the haunted house for us earlier. And talking about just as asking them questions about whether or not they've experienced things and if they think it's haunted and you don't say a word. And you've actually investigated this place like mm-hmm. six million times. Well, he know? hasn't been on this side, though. Uh, but we were talking about the whole place uh, at times. But Jeremy doesn't mention anything about it. Like, I'm the one that brings up that he's actually done. He did done say invest- something. Yeah, after I brought up that he's investigated this place <laughs> much. Now, the owners know, know him because he's been here a few times. And yep. he's, uh, he's helped produce fairly large events here with that radio yep. station thing. But uh, that's the case all the time. Even though you created something that, that was basically one of the first in Utah, um, you don't ever talk about it. Is it like Fight Club for you? Maybe. Kind of. I, I guess, if, I mean, if you really want to get down to it, I guess I just, the reason why I started it in the first place is I had things happen, and I've, we've talked about yeah, it yeah. briefly. I've had things happen that you can't explain, and so yeah, for me. your fucking house was haunted. See? Uh, and for me, it was uh, it, way back before the Ghost Hunter shows, because we started. Yeah, that was a long time ago. We started in around 2001. I think 2002 is when we started it. So it's, we've, we've been around a long time. It was one of those I wanted to see for myself. If you take a tape recorder and you set it in a room and you walk away, is it real or is that just a bunch of garbage that you see on TV and all that? You know what I mean? Because on TV, who, they could make up anything. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. So for me to have done it myself and including here at this very place that we're in, Set stuff up, take pictures, do different things, and have things that I know personally were not tampered with because I know I didn't mess with it and get EVPs and have things happen. The thing is, is I know, I know what I know. I know what I saw. And I don't, I, you don't need he, anyone else to He doesn't need to, to preach it. about it. He's not, a, he's not prophesizing it. My, my point has never been to prove anything to anyone other than myself. And so. And sometimes I, he drags his friends along. Sometimes. If somebody really wants to talk about it, I talk about it. But for me, no, it's good. it's I know what I know, and I've seen what I've seen, and 
does that if that makes sense? No, it does. It does. I just Actually, I just Chris, find it Chris appreciates it. I yeah. think honestly because he doesn't believe in. You're never going to convince not, him. So it's not that I don't believe in ghosts. No, that's what I mean. And, like I, I think there is there's certainly potential for that stuff to exist. I don't believe that. 99% of the shit that you see on TV, the shit that people say, every ghost hunt I've ever been on has been a total fucking sham. So I don't I don't buy it. Like I just don't right. buy most of it. I don't I'm not saying it doesn't exist, uh, but I am saying that it doesn't exist to the level that people One time claim. Jeremy stuck me in a hall all by myself and nothing happened. Saying so, if if you want a real true investigation, you'll sit there for 8 hours and very little will happen. Sometimes something will happen. Generally, it's when you go back and go through the well, and recordings. That's, that's when you find things. That's the other thing to me. When I so when we do interviews with with ghost hunters, um, and by the way, that term's fucking I hate dumb. That term, it's by the way, you don't hunt people. When, when when you do interviews, even with paranormal investigators or fucking spook police, whatever you want to call them, did you say spook <laughs> police? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. Is that a term? I, I, I've never heard that before. I just made it up. That's I'm not putting it in the show we, notes because that making, might actually be like things up taken like the wrong way. Fancy and that, that might be taken as offensive if I put that in the, the show notes. Oh, so I don't yeah. want to be confused with the uh, alt right group. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah, I, I, get, but, I get it. But it was you know spooky police. You know what I mean. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down. Spooky police. Spooky police. Spooky police. Anyway, when we do interviews with them and they talk about a haunt they're gonna go on, and they're like. I don't want to go in without any preconceived notion, so I read up on the history. That's a preconceived notion right there. Every time I hear that, I go, yeah, you just fucking read a whole bunch of shit that happened, so you're expecting something when you go into that building, because now you know that it was run by a cartel, or was thoughts of torture but and people dying, you you went into this asylum, and you know people died I'm gonna, here. I'm going to play devil's advocate on that, though, because sometimes it's good to know the history behind things, because... You can ask for cert certain things when you're doing your so, investigation. You kind of know the environment that happened here. Here, meaning a general term. So it's kind of a catch-22. It just depends on the type of investigator that you are. Some people want to know and some people don't. See, for me, I wouldn't want to know because I... I would feel like if I'm sitting in a hallway by myself and I know that some dude died of dysentery uh, and had a horrible end of his life, I might misconstrue the fucking sound of the old ass wall creaking as a fucking ghost. Right. And when you're, especially when you're in a building that's this old, I mean, this building is 70, 80, 90 years this old. This building is way older than that. This it's, building yeah. so, was built in 1873. Yeah, the cool so this thing, is over like 150 years old. Almost. The cool thing for me, the first time that I came here, was around 2009, 2010, a year before the, the fir that first Ghost Adventures TV show came here, and I knew nothing about the place. Yeah. I knew nothing about the place. I knew that it was a haunted house, and I knew that part of it was a retirement home, but that was it. I knew nothing else. I'd heard nothing. I knew nothing. So the first time I came here, I felt like was the most genuine because I didn't have... There was no notion. And nothing to base off. And that's why we came here is, is to see if it was the kind of place that, that we'd want to use later on and and so tyson and i came and it was just the two of us we did our own investigation for like five or six hours just two of us and see i think that that holds a little bit more weight to me than well and you can scare groups. yourself i mean i can't walk up the stairs oh, yeah. in my own house nothing has ever happened in my house have I ever told nothing. you guys have I ever told you guys about the time she ran into the wall <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Nothing has ever happened in my house, and my girls used to think our old house was haunted, but they've never said anything sometimes, about this one. But I can't walk up the stairs. Sometimes with the when I see her walking up the stairs, I'll say, "Hey, babe, watch out for that thing behind you." He's such a fucking dick. Because <laughs> there's nothing there. I'm usually okay if like one of the animals is behind me, because I feel like if something were really there, they would like get freaked out. But I just, I'm just a easily spooked person, but, and so I tend not to believe in a lot of things. But that one time. I just heard so, some cheering. I think it's time to start. Nice. nice. So I, I think I've told this on the podcast before, but I, it was a long, long, long time ago. I never experienced anything at Jeremy's house when we were kids because I didn't really go over there tons and tons. There, his house was always full of people. Well, he had like 50 brothers and sisters. So. And my house was always empty and we lived across the street from each other. So anyway, I didn't go into his house very often, mostly like the backyard or whatever. But one time Sean and I, I was just driving Sean home. I think we were on our way back from like a doctor's appointment or something. And I had her in the car and I'm like, Hey, you want to see where Jeremy and I used to live? And she's like, yeah. I was like, okay. So we like drive past his house and I'm like, Oh my God. And we get to the end of the street and I look at Sean and she's looking at me and I go, did you see that? And she's like, the girl in Jeremy's window. And I'm like, Oh my God. So like those, those to me are more real because like legit, Neither one of... I didn't say anything to her about anything ever. She didn't say anything to me. We weren't even talking about that. We were just chatting. And I was like, this is Jeremy's house. Oh, crap. And then I was like, and this is where I used to live. And and I just kept on talking. Then we got to the end of the street. So those things, that's that's like Jeremy's story of there was no preconceived notion. There wasn't anybody talking about it. I hadn't really heard any stories about Jeremy's house being haunted before that that I remember. I mean, maybe somewhere in my subconscious, but... I didn't remember you ever telling me about it. So for that to happen, and then for me to say something, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's shit happened all the time, was was weird. Well, Jeremy's house is not on the top ten most haunted places no, in Utah. No. McCune Mansion in Salt Lake is, though. It's uh, about 120 years old, 1901. It's a super cool house, though, architecturally speaking. It's, it's really cool pretty, house. yeah. It is really pretty. But they say there's two spirits that haunt that place. What kind of style is that? Because it's like... It looks Asian-y, but it's, like, turret It looks asian Well, like, the edges of it look all turned up, like... It looks asian <laughs> Well, it's kind of a... Technically, you could say oriental because that's a, 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 an art style. Do you think it looks asian because it's got uh, fish scale... Well, uh, no, roof? I can't tell if if those are turned up edges that or just like, the way the so picture a, is. That looks like wooden fish scale siding on some of it. It's too. kind of a hodgepodge. It's sort of a gothic, but it's got a European flair to it. The thing with all of you architecture is none of it actually follows an actual style. No, maybe just like the Sugar it's House Craftsman kind area of are the closest. of a bunch of different styles. But anyway, it is cool. So they think there's two spirits that haunt that place. Whatever. Uh, there's also... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not going to go into the detail. You can go find this stuff out yourself, so go I'll look it up. I'll link to it. Well, there's, there's a lot of, of different ones to go through here, but... So, Mountain Meadows Massacre. Okay, so Mountain Meadows Massacre... Go look it's it up. It's the Mormon's dirty little secret. Yeah, I mean, back in 1857, basically, uh, some Mormons killed a bunch of people. I mean, that's the best way to put it. They, well, they, they dressed up like Indians. And slaughtered. So that they could blame it on them. They, they slaughtered somewhere between 100 and 140 people. It was a lot of people. Basically, an entire, uh, an entire little bitty village. Um... So where that happened, a lot of people talk about how they can hear cries and things like that. Are you going to say, yeah, whatever, at the end of every single one? No, no, but... (laughs) 
I mean, if there was one on If there here, was a place that's going to be haunted, I feel like that's it. Yeah, you get a bunch of people fucking slaughtered. I feel like that might be a place that's haunted. Just like where uh, the library in Green River, Wyoming, where I grew up, is often cited because of how haunted it is. It was built... Like, you always hear, like, oh, it was built on an old Indian cemetery. It really was. It really was built on an old, unmarked cemetery. Like, they started digging uh, to build the foundation and ran into graves. And they're like, oh, where'd these come from? They moved all the graves up to the cemetery, uh, the the real cemetery in the town. There's only one. It's only 12,000 people. But they move them up there. So there's this part of the old cemetery, uh, or the cemetery that's the old cemetery, the one that they dug up that they didn't know about. And it's a bunch of unmarked graves. And it's it's weird shit. But so they claim that's haunted. And so I could see why, you know, a, a piece of land where 140 people got slaughtered by Mormons would be haunted. Well, they say like land really remembers stuff like it seeps into the the ground. Yeah, it's called blood. Uh, that's what seeps into the ground. <laughs> I wish you guys could see every time I roll my eyes at him. <laughs> well, they can. They can hear it. It like voice. goes all the way back in my head, and sometimes I have to like hit myself. I have to hit myself sometimes to get him to come back forward. So there's Rock Canyon in Provo. I didn't. I've know never that heard was of this one. To be haunted. So it's a pretty popular climbing spot, I think. The, um, I have heard of that one. The legend is there's somebody who died. Well, there's been a few people who've died climbing the rock, and supposedly you see somebody falling. And then they vanish just before they hit the ground. Is that just what climbers say when they can't hold their grip? I guess. I guess so. Is that, they're, like, they're like, oh, shit, I saw that ghost. <laughs> and it scared me, so I let go. Uh, there's uh, Devereaux Mansion in Salt Lake. Um, That's a great name. Yeah, Devereaux. Um, it's French, for those of you that don't know. <laughs> Yeah, if you're trying to look it up, R E A U X. Eighteen fifty-seven, the oldest part of that mansion. That's crazy. It's another really cool. Uh, so um, it's almost destroyed by fire. So it was built by a dude that was a member of the church, William C. Staines, and he was from <gasps> England. You called it the church. Well, well, that's, that's what you're what supposed says. to call them, right? Yeah, it's the church. Well, I know, but... Well, it's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now that I've said that once, I can call it the church the rest of the time, but I better not call them Mormons, and I better not say the LDS. Better I'm just going to call them... Strike by you know what? I'm going to call them the NFLDS, the New Fundamentalist <laughs> LDS. <laughs> See how they like that? They're not going to, by the way. Um, so They're going to shut our show down. So what is this? Uh, who's going to shut our show down? The Mormons? The church. Oh. The church. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have as much pull as the actual church. This is also two different spirits. Whoop de doo. <laughs> the old Tooele Hospital in Tooele. Oh, Wait, that's where we're we are. Weird. This is Island 49. Um, so it was built in 1873. Hey, we have a picture in front of this now. The front um, of it is just as creepy as the pictures make it look to be. It was originally Actually, built as a family home. I think it home. looks creepier because right now there's like weeds and shit growing up on the steps, and that <laughs> creeps me out. Like that's that just shows like dereliction, and so it's creepier. So there's a lot of stories about this place: uh, people dying and torture. <gasps> a and girl named Jessica who will follow them around. Just quit haunting Asylum 49. Actually, Kim's story about her is really awesome. Hopefully, we'll get to talk to him. Maybe he'll tell that story. So there's the cemetery here in Tooele, Mercer Cemetery uh, here in Which, Tooele. Which, by the way, you cannot get to. I tried. Unless you have, like, permission from the landowners. Oh, is it, like, it's landlocked? That. It's landlocked. Yeah. Yep. No, it's not. It's, like, there's a huge, massive gate. Like, you drive up this huge, long mountain road, and you get to the top, and you're like, what the hell? Oh, a phantom horseman. 
is supposed to haunt that cemetery. Also, okay, that's kind of cool. Aren't most cemeteries haunted? I mean, really? Like any big cemetery? Well, I don't know think? why you would haunt the cemetery, though. Like, I would haunt the place I Because died. someone fucked with your gravestone and you want to piss on them because you're not going to heaven and you're stuck in the fucking what? cemetery? How does that have anything to your do with Your spirit's anything? trapped you in your body and you're like, God damn it, I gotta be here. Might as well have fun. <laughs> uh, there's Moon Lake up in the High Uintas. Um, I did not know that was haunted. I didn't either. either. So it's like Lake Placid, so weird monsters live in it. Is that... Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I just read it's a, pl- it's a beautiful and placid location, so that made me think of, placid. of Lake Placid. Yeah. Um, so some girl drowned in the lake and haunts the lake. Oh, shore. no, it does say that there's like some uh, dwelling cryptid that looks like a giant serpent. <gasps> Southern Utah University is haunted? Uh, apparently. It's on here. Um, let's see Cassie what it says. Cassie has never said anything. Uh, allegedly very haunted, and there have been plenty of tales of paranormal from students and faculty members alike. One of the most common occurrences is the ghostly pianist <coughs> who regularly plays Deep Purple in the Braithwaite Fine Arts Gallery. Oh, that's why. I bet you Cassie never goes to the Fine Arts Gallery. Oh, fuck no. She doesn't even know where it's at, probably. <laughs> uh, she's a biology major. She's like, I don't... I don't, I don't know. Where the hell's that? Why would I go there? Well, it's art. Uh, <laughs> I know a dude named Art. He was almost our sorority guy. Uh, sorry. I'm making fun of my kids. She's not even here to defend herself. Um... Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so maybe some haunted shit there. Rio Grande Depot. Music. The Rio Grande Depot in Salt Lake. Uh, you can buy heroin and uh, see ghosts, apparently. It's a lady. Just one lady. The pur- purple lady, huh? Yep. I like purple. Is it haunted because of the Wait, she of... haunts the ladies' room? Is her name Myrtle? No. She's not from <laughs> Harry Potter. Is it haunted, or are people just really Oh, there's, up like, on, creepy like, lights behind us. LSD. Somebody's looking at us recording, and it's really creepy. Um... Can you see it? Uh, I can see. It's kind of creepy you when you're not paying stop attention. It. it used to be a train station. She was thrown from a train. Okay, so it's not just because people are on LSD. No. I was just making sure because it is a real grade. Well, then down in, the, down in the basement, there's the tunnels. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it links to other buildings and goes other places. It also hold, like houses all of the historical records for Utah, too. Oh, yeah. I had heard that. So on the last one on here... I think actually maybe you told me that before. The last one on here is actually the Ben Loman Hotel in Ogden. Which um, we know that our... That, um, who was afraid to walk in? The Talisman people? No. Oh, Al Capone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he stayed there. And there used to be a guest book that existed with his name in it, and it got stolen. Yeah, it was a boarding house during the Prohibition time frame. Um, supposedly some lady drowned in there, and I don't know. So... <laughs> so I mean someone else really needs to take the lead on these because I think it's kind of cool that we have all these places that attract uh, people because they think they're haunted but I'm also not a real big believer in this stuff so this room keeps getting darker and darker it does and everyone's distracting you guys like I don't know how we're going to get through this show because you guys every time there's like a little <laughs> flash of light you're like oh, what was that no there's people watching us and it's, it's kind of like creepy because the blinds like, are there and oh so my god just, there's a customer at the concession stand fuck you asshole why do you have your crabby pants on all of a sudden like it, it doesn't she look kind of creepy just looking just because it's slant, slatted and so you can't really see like a actual face it, it, it just catches the corner of your eye and you look over and then all of a sudden there's somebody staring at you I'm just saying when someone's in the middle of talking and you interrupt them it's rude oh fuck it. <laughs> wow. i'm throwing my headphones on the table drop the mic that would be loud
Well, now we're talking to uh, Sherry. Uh, Sherry, of, I assume Sherry's Sweets. Is that, <laughs> that, that you, Sherry? Yes, that's me. So, so I want to know, how did you end up in a haunted house? Weird story, actually. My oldest had worked when you were at the asylum, mm-hmm. and they asked me to set up outside and sell cupcakes and stuff. So I did that one year. Um, and then I was doing it for my home. And my leasing agency decided that I couldn't do it from home anymore. So I was like, I need Damn a kitchen. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I needed a kitchen and Dusty contacted me. She's like, we got the other side. It's yours if you want the kitchen. We would love to have you have built in traffic already coming in. You already have a customer base. So that'd be great for our business. So yeah. is it just during the haunt season or? No, I'm here all the time. Oh, that's awesome. That's yes, awesome. There's a sign out there that says she's in here. This is a, th- this area that we're in right now. This is the, the new community center. That yes. Turned this yes, into, it is. So uh, it's really cool to, to have a, a permanent space here. And then, you know, obviously you're doing more commercial stuff. So. And how cool to have a nice industrial kitchen. Oh, it's beautiful. Ovens that so cook fast. Did they leave all their stuff here for that as well? Uh, um, just the equipment. Yeah, they well, didn't, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's but, expensive yeah, equipment. Oh, like, yeah. Like uh, industrial commercial grade kitchen equipment is really mm-hmm. expensive. So oh, that's yeah. That's pretty cool. That's great. So they maintain everything. I just make everything smell good and look good. It does smell good. <laughs> we walked over there and it smells really good. So do you do fairly well? People get done with the haunt and. Uh, I haven't been open during a haunt season oh, yet. So this, so this is the first time the building's actually been permitted for business. Today's um, it. So we shall see. So I opened in February my storefront and been going ever since. So just in time for Valentine's Day. Oh, that's nice. awesome. Very cool. Got my behind handed to me. <laughs> well, that'll happen in a good way, though. I 25 flats of strawberries in one day. Wow. wow. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot of, like, custom candy and chocolate shops in Tooele that's not like a hot item in a small no, town. No, nah. <laughs> and everything I make is from scratch and everybody's like, what? Mm. I thought scratch was like a box mix. So like, oh, oh, so, so sad for you. Here, eat a cupcake. <laughs> so rumor has it you've had some experiences here. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah. Um, stuff tape like in the front area there will move by itself i'll have it by the register it'll be down by the other counter it'll be behind me um potholders i put them on top of the stove they're around the corner on the counter on the other table stuff's burning i'm like quit touching my stuff <laughs> i didn't Do know they listen gonna... when you yell at them uh, <laughs> maybe you should ask them to help Hey, no way. They have expired food handlers cards. <laughs> just be like just be like, hey, I need you instead of moving the potholder, just stir this thing yeah, for me. Just I'm gonna stir, walk over here. Stir the caramel for the next thirty minutes so I don't have to stand here. <laughs> That's actually a genius idea. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got a Christmas week. I was coming in early. It was like three o'clock in the morning to do pies and stuff and Went to open the door, and I have all these groceries, because I'm a one-trip wonder. <laughs> and a little girl down the hallway, good morning. I look down the hallway, don't see anybody. I'm all like, yeah, it's too early in the morning for you. I haven't had coffee. <laughs> you can go play somewhere else. <laughs> I've got cheesecake Clearly and Clearly, she didn't understand. <laughs> Children rarely do, even the alive ones. Oh, no. The kids around here are great. They help out. But I bribe them, so I don't have to take out my trash, like, ever. Yeah. It's really easy <laughs> to bribe People like to be kids. bribed with cupcakes. <laughs> right? It's true. Cupcakes, cookies, they're all like, like, do you have trash? 
Volunteers? Yeah. <laughs> so, have you been here before opening this? Have you ever been into the space and gone through the haunt? Um, no, I haven't gone through the haunt. I'm from New York, so anybody jumping out at me or grabbing me is going to get a him. fat lip. At Manhattan, New York? Uh, Queens, actually. Yes, perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I don't go through. Both my daughters, though, have worked for them. My oldest worked her senior year in high school here, and now my youngest is doing it tonight. Nice, so. nice. So how long have you been you're from, from New York originally? How long have you been out in Utah? About five or six years. Oh, so not long. What brought you out here? Uh, my sister. We had moved to Arizona originally. I don't like sun, and I'm allergic to it, and I hate the heat. So, yeah. My sister said, look, seasons. And I was like, <laughs> we're going. You're like, yeah, done. Yeah, <laughs> we're go. done. It's 118 mailbox are melting. We're out of here. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like 108. It's still a desert, but that's yeah. for like, you know, a month out of the year maybe, so. Oh, yeah, and I'm mostly inside anyways, so. Yeah. It's when it's 9 degrees. I can go for a walk. I put some sunscreen on. I'm good. <laughs> well, especially like you're baking with all the commercial-grade ovens. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to go outside. It's zero degrees outside. I cool oh, off yeah. for a minute. I'm in the cooler this the summer frosting cakes because my buttercream just melts yeah. out the cake. Worse. I hate doing cakes in the summer. I'm like, can you not have a birthday, please? Oh, wedding cakes. And you're like, frost it, throw it in the When freezer. they want cream frost cheese. It, throw when it in the they... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel you. This is turning into the cake baking show now. All right. <laughs> I'm okay with that. We talk about cakes all the time. I didn't even think about setting a baker next to Jess. You <laughs> did. You did put a baker next to me. That's true. Well, this, is, this is good this, Yeah, this light what? is going crazy. The He's over the there gesturing to me. They, they keep coming up and down and uh -huh. up and down. We I thought it was on purpose. There's a dimmer switch actually out in the hallway. Somebody's oh. probably like, touching. It's probably the doctor. Man. Oh, yeah. He's probably like, sure, he's in there. Like, it's either the doctor or the, the decontaminator that is. Keep looking in the window. He's totally freaking him out. He loves ghost stuff, though, so. He's in the right place. Oh, uh, right? The doctor or this guy that's gesturing to you? Oh, that guy that's gesturing to me is my oh. husband. Oh. <laughs> he's kind of like, uh, Sherry, he's what like, the hell? He's like, I've never seen him do that. There's yeah. two dimmer switches, and I don't think anyone's actually touching them, and the lights are just going up and down. So. Hey, we're, hey, it's a party. Yeah. As long as you disco strobe. I'm getting a disco ball for in here, too, by the way. <laughs> I'm, telling you, I'm telling you someone was touching the dimmer switch I'm out there. I'm telling you. You know they're doing it just to say, hey, look, they're doing something. Oh, they've been messing with her for like an hour and a half straight. Oh. It's awesome. <laughs> Jess jumped from a mannequin in the daylight out there, so. Oh, it was to be not fair, in the daylight, that was really scary It was around a corner, and if you didn't notice it, because there's all the, like, she was furnishing through the there. room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The 10-foot nutcracker was the best. At 4 o'clock in the morning, I walked down the hallway to go use the bath, and there's a big shadow that's not supposed to be there. I'm all like... What the heck is that? You know what? Not my monkeys, not my circus. I, <laughs> I'm out of here. I wish I would have known that when I was raising my daughters. <laughs> right? I say that all the time around here. Not my monkeys, not my circus. Somebody goes, well, how do you know? <laughs> oh, please. My monkeys fly. <laughs> I'm in the bathroom. I'm washing my hands. I'm like, what the hell is that, though? I got to know. I'm going to take my flashlight on my phone. I go look. And I'm like... Who needs a 10-foot nutcracker? Why? <laughs> Kim's all like, 
good deal. And I'm like, you're a horse. <laughs> He's like an MPS collector. Uh-huh. I have seen some of these rooms in these hallways that no one goes down. Uh huh. Yeah, he's a hoarder. Oh yeah, he is. He's yeah. When they had a has, yard sale out front here, and he's dragging all that stuff out, I was like, "You have a problem. You have a problem." That's a good yard sale. Yeah. Well, I. I mean, he's look the stuff that he's got here. He has intentions for, and he's Which doing are brilliant. Yeah, doing some of the stuff. Yeah. Like there's new stuff. But here all that the time. man cannot pass up anything cheap or free. I'm not kidding you. Well, yeah. It's pretty. <laughs> when you own a building this big, that's a haunt attraction. I don't know that I can blame him necessarily. Because you can always rip it apart and use pieces. Yeah, and that's they right. do that. I've I've walked in and there's just a hand laying there on the floor or something, and I'm like. <laughs> Really? Yeah, this is normal. Clean this up is like yourself. my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like it's not like an American Pickers when they go into that dude's property and he's got four barns so full of shit you can't get to Right. Anything. It's just a whole building. For and then they're like, they're like, you want to sell this? She's like, nah, I'm going to fix that up. You're like, you're 80 years old. You yeah. can't even walk in here and you're going to fix up that car that's covered in five other cars? Like, you're right. <laughs> yes, it's definitely when they were moving everything from the asylum side up here and the trail of blood there's aliens well, there's like, a finger I'm like that had to have oh, been. you guys are giving me the finger already this morning <laughs> I'm sure at some level too like you you stop realizing how much stuff you actually have if you're not actually using every last bit of it every year right? because you have plans to expand and add on as you as you grow so mm-hmm. and when he had to move it all up here I think they all kind of freaked out like we have too much shit <laughs> <laughs> Bree's boyfriend's back <laughs> your boyfriend's back and he's gonna haunt your I'm, I'm, mother. We're, wa- we're watching Silent Hill tonight. Oh my gosh. Now that I found out you that don't movie is know so good. <laughs> Have you seen 13 Ghosts? That one's Wait. my favorite. Oh, no. <gasps> have you You're seen uh, have you seen Friday the 13th? <laughs> really? I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, my daughter kind of got in a little bit of trouble because she hadn't watched some of the horror flicks and they're like, that's it, movie night. And I'm all like, not at my house. I'm not listening <laughs> to teenagers scream from another room. What's, what's her role in this? Um, she's actually a patient in one of the rooms and she she'll trip you out. My sister's all like, what the hell is your daughter wearing? I'm like, Oh, it's good stuff. Wait till she peels it off later. The latex, and she's like peeling her skin off. Yeah, that stuff's the worst to take off, though. It's that hurts. blood. That blood gets everywhere on the door handles. I'm trying to get into the kitchen. I slide, and I'm like, ew, what in the hell? Wash your damn hands. Bathroom looks like a murder scene in there. Blood handprints everywhere. The thing is, our teenage daughters, the bathroom always looked like a murder scene, and they didn't work in a haunted house. They were just going to school. No. Oh, this <laughs> there's blood everywhere, safety pins, hangers, and you're like, oh, it must be asylum season. <laughs> yeah, that was just normal for I, us. Yeah, we, my kids we had sent an them excuse. off to college, and now and they, one of them came back, and she's like, "Mom, the house is so clean." And I'm like, "Yeah, I haven't cleaned like, since yeah, you, you don't left. live here." Yeah, because you don't live here anymore. That, that was like the best conversation. She went. Oh, because it had been like two weeks since she'd been there. Well, she no, said... No, it had been three weeks since she'd been there, yeah, and a week and a half since her sister had been there. And she's like, it's so clean, and we're like, yeah. Yeah, we, I haven't done anything. We haven't really had to clean the house. Because I just pick up after myself. <laughs> yeah, my oldest is the same way. She came back to visit, and she was like, wow, you got a lot of dishes. No, you just don't live here anymore, and they have a cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm short on silver, where's Kayleen? Go get the stuff out yeah. of your room. I don't have dishes. 
a whole sink later. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, wow. Well, and and this, was, this was the thing for me. Like, she would come down with dishes from her room and just set them in the sink. Yeah, like don't they're wash magically going to be washed yeah. out and put in the dishwasher. They're so own. disgusting. The milk is crusted <laughs> in the bowl. Yeah, it's, it's like sour. you're getting fungus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you going for an A in science or yeah. what? <laughs> so it is every teenage girl in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the most disgusting creatures. Oh, on the and husbands do. They do that. No, um, this one doesn't. Okay. And well, I, don't, I actually don't think this one does no. either. But he is disgusting. He is? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this guy? <laughs> No. What? This is my best friend you're talking about here. <laughs> you should be nice to him. Well, Sherry, thanks so much for sure, uh, yeah. chatting with us. We definitely good luck for your oh, opening you. night here at the at the haunt. So now we're talking to Dusty. Is that that right, Dusty? Yeah, Dusty. I just to make sure I could hear you correctly, <laughs> hear it correctly, because. All the stuff going on around here. Bree's screaming because some guy keeps creeping around. It's Dr. Fear. But Dr. Fear gave you one of his little bags. Yep. Okay. Super cool. I got to say, though, that's messed up. If Dr. Fear is the EMT, uh, (laughs) but he's dressed like a creepy-ass doctor, like, how does that help when someone's, like, having an anxiety attack (laughs) for that dude to be who helps them? Because maybe he's the one that gave him the anxiety. I don't... (laughs) Okay. So, our doctors and EMTs are probably not what you would normally think a doctor or EMT is. So, I just don't... (laughs) suggest you come up here for any medical advice or <laughs> that's uh, that's that's sound advice, Dusty. So, Dusty, what what is your role here with with the the group with Asylum Forty Nine? You're one of the, the business partners, right? Yeah, I'm one of the partners with Kim and Cami and Lyle. And uh, have have you always been one of their partners? Or did you just kind of join in at the end? Like, how did how did that all come about? Um, so basically, it started out where Kim is my uncle, okay. uh, and because we're so close in age, we were raised as brother and sister. Um, and so we would always go to haunted houses growing up. My whole family loves Halloween. And so we decided that we were one day going to own a haunted house because we like to change it up and give everybody a, you know, a new experience every single year. And so he found this building and he's like, hey, I need some help building. And I'm like, absolutely, you know, let's get up there. So I came and my mom and some other family and I dragged my husband along and unwillingly, mind you. <laughs> I love him. He's pretty, but haunted houses aren't his thing. <laughs> And so we got it built, and he's just like, hey, you know, you've been doing this just as hard as I have been working. Do you want to become a partner? And so me and my husband talked, and he's like, you know, whatever you want. I got a good one. <laughs> so that's, that's how husband. it came about. Um, we, it, It's not just the haunt. It's the kids, the community. You know, we didn't come from rich families or any kind of... Well, I guess we mostly came from crazy structure, which is how we ended up the way we are. And so we just wanted something to give back to the community to bring kids together, to give them a place to go. Um, The kids that are the outcasts or feel like they're outcasts, because our first year we've had, I mean, we have cheerleaders come up here um, that are part of our cast. We actually have some of our old cast from our original 13 years ago came up here and are acting with our new cast. And so they're all just kind of combined and they're now... Are, they're now moms and dads and married with houses. That's really cool. And it's just phenomenal to see the change in them and to see how they've grown. I mean, we watch them throughout their entire lifetime. The second that you can step into these doors as our cast, you're a family, you're one of our kids. And so we constantly keep an eye on you. 13 years later, they may be in their 20s heading into their 30s, but they're still our kids and we're still going to watch them and make sure that they're safe and 
you know, are leading the right life that they need to lead. That's fantastic. That's, cool. That's really good to hear that there's a, there's a, a I mean, because it's a business. It's still a business. You're still out to, to you know, make some money and, and hopefully Oh, not. you're cute. Make some money. <laughs> Heck no. We put, that's why we have day jobs, so we can help support this place. We put every single penny we have back into the cast, back into the building to keep the original structure outside because old creepy hospital. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat it. Well, I so you it's only so it's only been running for 13 years as a haunt. Yeah. So that that's interesting to me because I, that must mean that I probably came through. I'm guessing maybe the first year you guys did it because uh, it, it's been a long time. But it was it was probably about that long ago. Because I was telling Jeremy, I don't remember exactly when it was, but it was somewhere between 10 and 15 years ago. I bet it was within the first couple of years. So 2006 is our first year. So you came back through when we had our Walmart props up. We took every prop from our houses. I mean, you should have seen us. September to October, we just ripped it out. Anything we had in our house that we could bloody up and bring up here, got dragged up here. Well, the thing is, like, this is, this is what I've said a couple of times. For, for me, part of what makes this such a good haunted house is it is a creepy old hospital. Forget the stories. Forget the, the experiences with potential paranormal activity. Just walking into a room that used to be uh, a patient's room in a mental institution and seeing like the really old like 1940s and 50s style sinks and tile walls and operating rooms and and like the old uh, maternity ward and stuff like that on its own and just the stuff that was left here in terms of the beds and stuff that's creepy yeah they're all the old original beds and like side tables from when this was a hospital Back in the 40s. Yeah, and you're just grateful that you're not being treated with that yeah. equipment. <laughs> but seriously, like that, those, those are props that you can't find. And when you do find them, they're expensive. And to, to have those here, you just, you just, that's not something you can replicate. The rest of the stuff you can build over time. But to have that space and, and the walls be the way they are, like that's, that's mm-hmm. the stuff that makes it truly incredible I oh think. kim is a scavenger from way back you'd have no idea you are now the second person yep, we. out of two people that work here that have told us this <laughs> he, he literally spends day and night thinking of props and where to find props um some of these props he's gotten up at the u of u salvation army mm-hmm. um he's gone to the depot i mean him and his wife cammy go on these adventures every weekend and they hit um antique stores and yard sales and i mean it doesn't even matter it could be like two hours away if they hear something that's going on and there might be something cool for the haunt there they will drive all the way out there and get it probably not in the month of october is my guess you have no idea we get to bed about three in the morning and they will be up at they're like up oh, it's 8 a.m gotta get to that yard sale yeah there's oh, an yeah. estate sale going on somewhere oh no you give cammy her coffee she good <laughs> no, she's a trooper running with Kim. It, I mean, he goes. I've never met anybody like him, and um, I wouldn't be in business with anybody else but him because the respect I have for him and Cammy sticking by his side and my husband getting dragged along into this. That's I mean, awesome. you couldn't put together better family or team to create a family and a team in a business for the community and for these kids. Yeah, and I love, so going back to what you're doing for the community, the, the community center, so, you know, when, we, when you look at it at first, you're like, oh, it's like the community wellness center, you think it's like a, like a clinic, 
right? Like a medical clinic. And it's in an old medical building. Like, that's the first thing that comes to mind. But that's not what it is. Oh, don't even talk to me about that. I lost that vote on that name. <laughs> <laughs> but but a, a community center is is a much more appropriate way to coin it, right? So you're you're creating yeah. a safe space for people in the community for your your cast. Yeah, the stuff that we've got going on uh, here that we want to create and we're trying to do, um, we're just trying. We're having a really hard time getting the word out to people. So like we've had um, kids karaoke. Totally free for kids. They get a little medallion, say that they kicked it at kids karaoke. Hardly anybody showed. We've had um, these awesome cool guys across the street. They're actually Dr. Fear's uncle and aunt. It's crazy. And they're like the Beach Boys. And so they're called Sex Wax, sex wax Surfers. Ooh. That's tongue-tie. Um, they're so good. So, so good. And so we had a beach party up here, concert, and nobody came. We've had musicians, or, um, yeah, musicians, comedy night. Mm, what else? Oh, gosh. Magic show nights, all what, free for the it? community. Yeah, so how do they get the word out for their haunt? But there's, is, I mean, I guess. There's, there's a like, community center. Because when people yeah. think of, of, of this place, now what they think of is the haunt. But how and do they're you, totally separate. Yeah, yeah, they are. So how do you? I mean, how do you build up that that other side that without people thinking of just that? Well, we're working with the um, Twilla Chamber of Commerce. Oh, I mean, great, awesome. great people on that team, and they're trying to help us get the word out to the rest of the community, and not just the community, but beyond, because we want everybody to come out and just kind of come together as not just the Twilly. Tw- Twilly. Oh my god! Okay. I, I have a whole bunch of people here to scream at me later. I, 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 call it, I call it Julie, and I hadn't even said that yet this episode, so. Oh, I'm going to get a lot of crap for that one. Um, <laughs> but we want people to come from you know, Salt Lake, Provo, Ogden, come out here, see what we're doing out here. Um, bring their cast out, bring their kids out, even um, come out and be part of our cast just to see what we're doing and feel the family environment. It's just... It's unreal because we've done haunted houses when we were younger, acted in them, and this is it's just really unreal how you get all these different kids from all walks of life. Because when I was younger, rockers hung out with rockers, preppies hung out with preppies. Yep. Here, you got um, cheerleaders helping Stage goth room. kids, yeah, goth kids with homework kids. or yeah. goth kids walking home with the nerdy kids so that they don't get bullied. I, I've actually had cast from the high school go over to the junior high when they found out that some kids were getting beat up and walked them home. Oh, that's amazing. That's really cool. And that's, I mean, at at some level, like, this is, this is where we are. We talked about this with, with Fanex uh, last weekend. Like, this is a, a, a sort of place where you can, you know, essentially let your freak flag fly, if you will, and, and yeah, exactly. you have a shared interest, and you go, hey, I'm not, even though we have these other interests that make us a little bit different, we like this same thing, and we want to geek out about this same thing. Like, I don't know how many Haunted House actors I've met in my life. Um, I've, I, I used to do it myself, but <laughs> none of them are like, hey, yeah, it's all right. It's <laughs> not. It's not like they're like all pumped about super it. Yeah. Passionate like they, they, about they live eleven months out of the year for the one month they get to do the haunt. And if they get, if they're lucky enough to get to do it on like a Friday the Thirteenth weekend, or you know, do an escape room, like that becomes. That guy just got picked out. Yep, he just got picked out of the crowd. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks for him. 
Yeah, so the community center that we're doing up here, like we are in the process of putting together cranium games. Oh, so um, you can get a little taste of that. We have a virtual reality escape rooms. Put on the goggles, the backpack, the gloves, you and three of your friends. Sit there and wave at each other. You can see each other wave, and then you go through like a submarine as it's starting to sh- um, sink, and there's sharks outside, and it's the craziest thing because you know you're not in water <laughs> and it's sinking, but your mind doesn't. Yeah. When I was watching people do this, it was so insane because I'm like, why are they walking like that? It's so weird. <laughs> then I put it on and went, oh, got it. So yeah, we're awesome. you can actually we've got that running in this big rec room. Um, we've got karaoke going on that's free. Um, the virtual reality is not, but the karaoke is. But the virtual reality is part of the cranium games. It's all going to be one down down one entire hall up here um, once the haunted house closes. So we'll have physical escape rooms, the virtual reality escape rooms, billiards, arcades, smash rooms, selfie rooms. That's going to be so much amazing yeah. stuff. And we've got retail a hallway dedicated to just retail shops. So like this month alone. Um, you have the opportunity to rent a shop just for this month. No signing contracts. Just, I mean, 40,000 people are going to walk by your shop if you rent a shop up here. And they're just, I mean, you can't beat that. Yeah, forget going to a trade show. <laughs> right? You've got a shop here, air conditioning, warm. Um, Sherry Sweets is right over there. Yep, <laughs> you get, you a get yourself treat. an Delicious. apple, <laughs> Oh, don't want to start. I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> I, I think aren't we all? <laughs> I think something imperative for them will be getting their 15 minute documentary that they did on it out to people to see because I'm sure that's all they know is Asylum 49. So once they see that they're giving back to, I mean, I'm sure they've given back with the asylum all those experiences and memories. Um, But to see that they are giving these kids out here in this community uh, a safe place, you know, hopefully that'll start a little bit of buzz. Well, you know, that's what asylum means, don't you? Yes. Right. Yeah, safe safe place. place. Yep. And that's one of the reasons that we came up with that name. Not only is it cool for us because it's scary, but it actually (laughs) means safe house and safe place. And then 49 comes from the starting of construction of 1949. Uh-huh. So cool. that was, yeah, we were, we were, <laughs> we were I was trying asking to about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's where it all came from. And in fact, it's kind of crazy because our first year um, we opened, we had our prices. We couldn't come to a term or an agreement of what should we charge? You know, we're brand new. We don't want to charge a crazy amount. And so we're like, oh, four plus nine is 13. Let's go with that. And that's kind of how we come up with a lot of stuff up here. I mean, we follow the rules and laws and all that stuff, but when it comes to the basic structure of this place and the family environment, we really just fly by the seat of our pants. We try it. It works. We run with it. Yeah, I haven't, you know, even the interaction with with some of the actors, we see someone come in extremely late for the first night, and Kim sees him in the hall, he's like, you know what time we open, right? Yeah. (laughs) And the kid goes, goes, oh, you were already here? You're already here? (laughs) And he was just taking us to get water. Like, we took him off of a ladder, like, doing work so he could get us water. (laughs) Oh, no, these kids up here are phenomenal. I mean... You'll you'll see them and they'll be like, "Oh, are you mad?" It's like, "Oh no, I love you too much. You're too pretty right now to be mad at." Well, you're doing too good at your part. And talking to some of the others earlier as we were going through our tour during the daylight, they've participated and made a lot of the props that are here, and they're telling us like some of the stuff they use to make the props, and, and that's amazing. That's, that's great. Yeah. Well, and it's Burn crazy. Rat. Yeah. Well, our directors, so Kim, Cammy, Lyle, and myself, you know. 
we're getting up there. We're getting older. I mean, we're still pretty as hell, but we're getting up there. <laughs> and so we need people to take over for us because it's not about having the asylum taken over by our kids because we all have kids and we want we would love for them to you know carry on the tradition of what we're doing up here but we need somebody who's going to have the love and the passion and the heart and not just for the haunt but for the kids the family the safeness and so we actually brought in some of our cast that's been with us forever and are training them to be the directors and eventually they're going to take over the haunt for us. Awesome. I mean, and we have kids up here with every type of diversity. So, like, um, my little sister's Down syndrome. She's come up and helped in concessions. And then my daughter, who's autistic, she's a helper runner. And we have kids up here that have learning disabilities. Um, Kim's oldest daughter, Megan, has cerebral palsy doesn't stop her she does a part and if you have a disability we will always find a spot for you up here and we don't let you acknowledge that your disability is what you were born with or what you got created in you it's not who you are that's are, awesome are all of your casts from Tooele? Um, a good chunk of them are not all of them like we have one of our cast members that was from the beginning they actually live in Wendover so her and her husband actually met here got married um, found out his husband was one of my best friends when I was 19. <laughs> I, it's a huge family here. And so they live in um, Wendover right now. And so when I put a call out to all of my old cast saying, hey, I need some of my big dogs to come in and teach my new pups some, some tricks. They drove all the way from Wendover just to do the haunt tonight on opening night. So oh, that's, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah. And I found more cast that just came from everywhere there. Just, just to come in. You guys seriously need to calm down about those chainsaws. Yeah. <laughs> These two are. Yeah, Bree gets chased out every time. Bree gets scared in the daylight yeah. by a guy that just looks creepy. Jess jumps when there's a mannequin standing in a room when she knows there's no other people in there. You do know you can only die once, right? So, I mean, once it's over, it's over. Yeah, just let it happen. Yeah. It's just not look about at the any other lives. I'm just easily startled. <laughs> well, well, Dusty, we really appreciate chatting with you. This yeah, is thanks for taking time out of your busy opening night to come and talk to us. No, that was great. I'm so happy to have you guys up here. It was really fun. We're thrilled. I've been telling everybody at work all week that I'm coming up here, and they're like, oh, really? That's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, whenever anybody actually asks me, they go, oh, it's I'm 49. I get it. I know who you are. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyone that asks me what haunted house they should go to or, or asks about a place to go, you know, we've done the Halloween Expo the last couple of years. The first answer out of my mouth is always this place. That's the kind of impression that it left on me when I came. And it's not, Thank you. I mean, it, it, is, it is a bit of a drive. I mean, it's, it's 30 minutes away, but uh, it's no more of a drive than going to, like, the Haunted Forest in American Fork if you live in Salt Lake. So, But it's, I think it's all ambiance. It's an yeah. old hospital in the middle of a neighborhood of tiny homes. Like, And when you think when it was built, like... Well, you do know that Stephen King's stand was filmed here, right? Oh, was I didn't really? know that. And the fastest Indian running with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, when um, Molly Ringwald was getting her um, checkup and stuff in the hospital, that's our rooms. And oh, the whole wow. front of the hospital, you'll see the front of the hospital where we have our Asylum 49 sign now. It said Boulder, Colorado Hospital, which actually it was Tooele Community Hospital. Oh, that is cool. I didn't know that. That's yeah, great. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so as you're going through the haunt, 
Um, you can actually, if you know when they're in the hospital, look around. And it's got the old original sinks, doors, everything from oh, yeah. when they filmed up in here. The old original lettering on some of the doors. It, it's exactly. Oh, that's that exactly gold, what's up like here. Like that gold-bordered lettering. Like It's good stuff. It's on all the doors still. We don't take any of that down. I mean, it really flows with the building. And we've had, we've just had a blast doing it. I mean, I couldn't, I've missed a lot of stuff in life with families and picnics and stuff like that. But the family and the friends and, that we've created up here wouldn't change it for the world. That's great. That's great. Well, thanks again for talking with Thank us. Thank you. Thank you, guys. But we're talking with uh, with Kim uh, and Cammy, the uh, two of the owners uh, here at the, the proprietors, proprietors, <laughs> founders, whatever, founders, flounder, flounder, <laughs> the people with a capital T H E. They're the man, the and man, woman. and woman. <laughs> I'm excited to finally be interviewing Matt because I've known you two for probably ten years. Yeah, a long time. Guessing a while. Long time. Oh, ten years, Jeremy. Yeah. I know. That's way just added a. Sh- ton of age to me. So now we all feel like <laughs> you, you can say whatever you want on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you can do this way. We say fuck all the time. Whoa. <laughs> Welcome, by the way. There's warnings. Throws that right down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, clearly by, clearly by the stuff that I have seen in that haunt and your your warnings out there, I yeah, think it's probably. Pretty big. Yeah, like he's I probably. Like, no, child, he's like no swearing. Play. He's like no swearing, but there is a baby flying out of a woman's vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have that. So, <laughs> you didn't. You missed the lady eating the baby after she had it. Did you get that one? <laughs> no. Oh. Have you guys walked through yet? Yeah, we, we walked, walked through. So we walked through with the one half. Right. But we walked through when no one was there. Yeah, Did we, you go through? When no one was there. No, we haven't with gone people. through. No, no. We oh haven't gone gosh. through with the actors okay. yet. So. I don't know if I can. I was freaked I out. I will Like, <laughs> they let me be the last person, and I had to grab was, onto the back of Chris's shirt because I was freaking out. <laughs> with nobody in there? And the lights on. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, oh boy. So, but uh, the my I, still, I think my favorite thing so far is the sign outside that says, "If you are wondering if your kids should go through, the answer is no." Right. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, most of those rules, I don't know. I don't think they're all out there either, are they? No, no we, so, we kind of. So, if you go to the web, the if you go to the website, there's a, on there. It's called Things to Know. Yes. And we had to sit down and think of like dummy-proof rules, right? Right, just to really be direct to the point and tell people listen this isn't for everybody you you can't handle it don't come it is not we i I remember one of them was if you're prego um don't go don't go (laughs) do you know how much shit i got for using the word prego yeah like that's a bad term where did that when did that become right i can't believe you even say that what did you want me to say? The like, word's highly offensive. If you are with you know? child, right, not right. That, well, I, If you were Marilyn Ma- or Maglin, whatever her name was, what was what was God's mother's Mary name? Mary Maglin. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> He's not religious. Yeah, I, I can send a v- baby out of vagina, but don't ask me. Don't ask me Jesus' don't mom's name. Jesus. Well, I mean, <laughs> one of them's real. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. Well, so obviously, if someone's making that comment, it's obvious they shouldn't be. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Can I answer you? your hate? Mel, can you just forward right. that to me? I want to. I want to be the one that answers it. No doubt. But, yeah. but the, I mean, that is. You should, so you get. Were you guys the first haunt to do uh, full contact, full yeah, touch? We were the first haunt nationwide to do full contact. Well, really? I guess no. haunted hoochie. I, no, not really. So we're that's not going to back up. To do this kind. Wait, wait. Of yeah. Full contact. Wait, wait, wait. So there's a haunted house. What does that mean? This kind. Oh, it's unbelievable. They, they are. Um, yeah. I have two fans. There's one in, uh, and they're no longer. So the one in um, the Everglades, they're not existing anymore. 
they got eaten by that alligators. was the guy that talked me into doing full contact um but haunted, was a, hoochie. haunted hoochie it's a real thing <laughs> oh yeah and but i'll tell you they are unbelievable marketers because we went there one year just to get a glimpse um of the haunt you know i mean yeah. they have the stuff that you see on facebook the things that you see on the internet for them guys are just outrageous like there was a demon guy with a um his penis sticking out of his uh like a kilt thing that had a head on it that looked like it was going to eat you <laughs> and he's running that around takes the, oh, to a whole new level oh it was good it was really good and we, so we, we thought, decided not to bring that here yeah well to Utah. That, that might be little, it's just because i can't figure out how to make to. it yeah <laughs> well and you're afraid of the you know what the pregos are going to be right like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god that's what impregnated me i've right. never actually looked <laughs> So they, um, never we walked through there, and I think that we got touched intentionally less than you would by accident before we were full contact. So they were just marketing geniuses about full contact. That's and, great. And then we decided we were going to do this um, mainly because I was bored. Uh, I was just bored of going through haunted houses that I grew up in the haunt industry. So um, when I was the age, when I was young and dumb, I went through... Um, and I, I'll tell you, I was so drunk when I went into the place. I did a lot of alcohol. I, I'm part Blackfoot. And so, um, that part of it really took over when I was young and I, I used to drink a lot. And I remember stumbling into a building. It was nice and bright in the back, all lit up. And I walked in and looked around because it looked like a party. And I go in there they're like, oh, are you here to work? I'm like, uh, no, I don't work. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, no. We're going to dress you up in a costume, put some makeup on you, and let you scare the shit out of some people. I said, I'm down. <laughs> I could barely walk. They put me in the makeup chair. They dressed me up, and they decided that they were going to put me in the cemetery. And they had this. It was a March of Dimes haunted house, and they used to move every year. And uh, this year was down on v Van Winkle. And I'll tell you, I, Van Winkle is about 56, 5,800 south yeah. and 7th east, or I mean 13th east. I lived on 8th South and 5th East. Oh, wow. I walked there. Oh, man. That's drinking, a long way. Drinking the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, they decided they were to put me in the cemetery because they had these rolling cemetery fake hills, and they had one that had a trap door in it. So it would keep, keep me real low to the ground. And so they opened up the trap door, and they stuck me in this little hole. They shut the door, and the next thing I heard was... <laughs> Hey, are you in there? You still in there? I'm like, what? And he opens up the trap door. He says, we're open. People are going to be coming through. Look through the little hole in the door. And when they come, jump out and scare them. Well, I'd, I passed out because it was dark. Oh, yeah. It was dark and, and I was in a cave down. and I was three sheets to the wind. Nothing to do for a few minutes. And so I was out. And and he, he wakes me up and he shuts the trap door and I'm looking through this little hole. And, and I seen the people coming, and they got real close, and I timed it just perfect. I jumped out, scared the shit out of them, knocked them down on their ass. They scurried away, and um, I was like, oh, my God, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the last time I had drank in years. I stopped drinking. I stopped, I, and, I, and that was kind of our story to get started to do the haunt here. And when I came into Tooele, um I was I was I was running the local dealership out here and they told me, hey, uh, you know, why don't you I, I was telling him the same story you did. And I said, you know, if I could ever find a creepy place like that to do it, to run a haunt, I would do it. My buddy says, I got a place for you. And we jumped in a demo 
and ran up here. And as soon as I turned the corner and saw it, I was like, oh my God, I gotta have it. It's a creepy hospital on a hill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's super Stephen Kingish, right? So it sits up on top of the hill. It's got the bow front windows on it. I mean, it's everything that you could imagine coming up onto. You're just like, yeah. Without having that's to scary. create it, it already existed. Yeah, yeah, right? It was the perfect building. And, and, and then to find out it was their old hospital, as a haunter, anybody growing up, and, and we have, there's a few of us out there in the March of Dimes haunters. And um, one of the, because there wasn't very many haunts then. Yeah. So back then in the day, there was March of Dimes and there was Haunted Forest. Alien Encounters. Alien Encounters. <laughs> Alien Encounters came later. God, I love yeah. that haunt. In that house, and you know, they um, tore that the, down to, to broaden Redwood Red. Yeah, I know, bastards. So, um, <laughs> oh, I just saw the first person run out. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so they, um, but the big one, other than March of Dimes, was at the Provo Mental Hospital. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And it had the rumors that spread like crazy around there, right? So the, all the patients put it on at any time they could snap, and they were just, you know, they, they gave them a chainsaw. So anybody that worked at the March of Dimes hated the place because we were in old warehouses or Safeways or whatever. We had no facade at all other than what we built, right? But these guys, they had the, the hospital, the old patients, and I was like, oh, I hate you. So... I, I came from a poor family, very poor, and um, a lot of the family just didn't make it, right? They were prison, whatever, drugs, died, mm -hmm. overdose, all that kind of thing. And um, my brother had gotten some trouble and was going to go to prison and pleaded insanity. How about that, right? So, it's like the real, like the made-for-TV deal, he pleaded insanity, and they sent him down to the Provo Mental Hospital. And he... He's, he's been down there for, he was down there for almost like eight, nine months and, and the October season was coming up. And I was like, oh my God, Ken. I said, <laughs> aren't you getting excited? And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, the haunted house season is going to come up and they, they let you guys act in there. And he said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah. They, they let all the, the patients here act in the haunted house. He was, are you fucking crazy? You should be in here. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Not happening. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> he goes, No. They don't let us act. We freak. They, most people here hate that because they lock you up and you don't get to do anything because of the haunted house people. And I, my little heart just sunk to the ground. I was like, what? Because you realize yeah. like, oh, small bullshit. Oh, yeah, right? I was like, you bastards. Like, they got me. They got us, you know, all these years. Lied. Well, now owning an old hospital and a haunted house and we have 13th floors and we... Oh, I, yeah. We, we I can't tell you the rumors that come around. So how did you actually end up acquiring it? Was it up for sale when you're, you took your demo drive over here? Because I don't uh, think I've ever heard you talk about how you actually acquired. Um, it, it's a long. I'll tell you. Oh, it's very long. Next no. time. No. <laughs> I like to talk. Let's talk. So let's talk about it. Um, he, will so the, um, he will tell you so everything. So really, it turns out, right? So. The, the the building had been for sale for a long time. Just no one knew it. No one was stupid enough to buy the building for what they wanted. But half of it was still operate. They were selling the whole building. The whole building, right? Operational, so, I mean, still, though. You gotta imagine, and especially if you see the new facility. So the nursing home that had bought the building, so it was a hospital. The nursing home bought it. Rocky Mountain Care um, turned it into a nursing home, and they they were in operation forever but i mean it's old right and i mean yeah. as for haunted house goes it's perfect but for a a, a person that you're going to put your elderly ones in 
Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah. And, and and I'm not knocking their new place. Damn. Like if it's I beautiful. if I get to that point, I, I'd like I'd be staying there. It's like it is unbelievable. It's really, really nice. But um, they needed somebody to basically get take this place over. But no one was stupid enough to buy it until I came along. And, so <laughs> <laughs> and then we became smart enough to buy so, it. To buy it. <laughs> so they let us open. I, you know, my buddy introduces my my buddy. Um, his dad was the mayor of Tooele for a long time. And um, he says, listen, I know the director of the, of the nursing home. I'll introduce you. So I went over and I introduced myself and I said, hey, this is kind of what I want to do. I want to do a, a haunted house. I gave him a little bit of the background story, less the alcohol part of it. <laughs> and um, and said, hey, this is kind of what I want to do. I don't I don't have a dime in my name. I'll just give you a percentage of the ticket sales. And then before we leave, I will take a section of the old hospital and fix it up for you. And he said, sounds good. Otherwise, it's just sitting there rotting. Right. He didn't have yeah. nothing to do with it. Um, and we went and did a little quick tour of the facility. And it, it was I best describe it to people. Um, as Chernobyl, 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 <laughs> wherever <laughs> the place with the nuclear bomb and nuclear. Well, I don't even know if that's what it was. Bomb, bomb. There wouldn't be nothing left. But so when I walked through the facility, everything was still here. It looked like one day there were patients. The next day there were no patients, but everything was left. They even left sharp containers. That's yeah. really cra- that's so, creepy. So, I mean, it was a lot of just they picked up and walked out the doors and left everything. Wow. Which made it really good because I didn't have any money to build a haunted house, and so everything was here. We had a bunch of old props. Instantly. Well, that's what I was telling. That's what I was telling uh, Dusty, Dusty earlier. Like I, I bet I was I was here the, either the first or second year you guys were open, and that's what has always stuck out to me was it doesn't matter like the 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 quality of the other props like they're amazing now they're mm-hmm. they're unbelievable. But coming in like it was just something that didn't exist anywhere else really that you walk in and just being in a room with some fake blood on the walls and some bad lighting that has an old like 1960s style right. <laughs> of, of, of a hospital room and you know at one yeah. point it was That's an, what it an was. asylum yeah. and it's like, not just an old Safeway right yeah. Yeah, right and the, the mystique of the building and the feel of the building there's something about the building that just makes people stop in their tracks and like you said you could be in a complete empty room with a couple little bit of pieces and go i don't know if i that uneasy feeling to be in that room is very strong yeah yeah and so now add you know eight thousand dollar props that that look like movie set designs on top of that feel and I think that's why we stay number one in the state. Yeah. These 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 newer props that I've seen, some of the some of the dummies that are the detail in these like girl props. On the table. In yeah, the daylight, girl on the table, her skin. They like look the curves of every part of her body are just like they look we real had to touch in her. daylight. <laughs> like I, I, Sorry. I, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Even the tattoos, you know, they look like, so real. Yeah, look, and they have tramp snaps. Yeah. <laughs> and the tattoo on the ankle right. and yeah. the stupid tribal armband, on the yeah. armband. Like and I'm I'm walking through and that's that's my thing with haunts. Like I built and worked haunted houses when I was a kid and I don't. They don't really scare me, but I love the the effort and the thought that goes into building that them. Detail. And so I'll walk through a haunt, and you know, 
I'm I'm kind of a douche of a, of a haunt walker because I'll ignore <laughs> yeah. the actors. You're the guy that's not scaring. Uh, yeah, I'm the guy that's just like yeah, whatever, dude. Like, but I'm like, but like as everyone else walking through, I'm like looking over at this dresser and checking out the stuff that's all. I, I make up for being scared for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's part of that's part of what I really enjoy is is the because I know what kind of work goes into creating these things and 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 seeing some of that stuff you know in the daylight and being able to to hear like this is the technique I use to make it. Like, that's really cool to me. That, that's amazing. And it's still stuff. why I go to all the haunts. Yeah. Still. I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard Evermore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He's, um, Ken, Ken Brett Schneider is one of my partners on another business venture that I do. So Very cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's awesome dude. Um, we had a gentleman that used to live out here uh, locally that did help design some of the props and things like that. Um, that went to work for him. He actually went to work for the Void first, and then yeah. and then ended up at. Uh, I'd like to have so me. much money to start an unbelievable company, and then go. Nah, I want to do something different, and then open up ever evermore. <laughs> well, actually, it went from evermore to uh, Void to, to evermore. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we're getting close. We can, we're, 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 we're starting a hollow deck, so yeah, we're, it'll be <laughs> it'll be good. We're gonna take over where the Void left off. We, yeah, we, we can talk about some of that off the air too, if you want. Yeah. I know it in in well detail. Really <laughs> cool, dirty um, laundry. I'm Ken. I like it. There's <laughs> <laughs> not a lie. He's a good dude. There, yeah. I, I wouldn't say I there's a lot imagine. of dirty laundry on him himself. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's what makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I want to scam. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh man, you bastard. <laughs> Money <laughs> and awesome. Come yeah. on, I, you can't I, have it all. I really hope that Evermore uh, does well this year. I know it's a, a big deal for him. So they're counting how many people it's get gonna chased be, out. It's going to be a a, um, a labor of love, right? Yeah, it's it's it a is. passion, right? And which is this too? Everybody thinks so. Um, you know, these guys are raking in over the money no, over not. here. And and it's a little different for us. We don't have quite the crowds that Salt Lake has. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still have the same budget. Yeah, and so- have, <laughs> well, that's the thing. You have to convince people. Like, anytime anyone asks me what haunt to go to, I will always tell them to come here. Thank you. Um, Thank it's you. worth the drive. It's it's worth... Like, if you think about it, like, oh, I'm going to go to the Haunted Forest in American Fork. Well, that's 30 minutes in Salt, from Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. So is Tooele. You're right. Drive to Tooele because I guarantee you, I've been to both and I like them both. Like, that's probably my second favorite. But Asylum is the best. Haunted Force. Oh, thank I, I you. love the Haunted Force just because of the outdoors. Yeah, yeah, that's why. It's, it's, it's and, a somewhat and, unique thing. But going through there through the daytime, have you ever done that? Yeah, yeah, I have. I love the Haunted Forest at night. Yeah. <laughs> during the daytime, it's... Don't uh, worry, yours is scary the during surprise, the day, too. The surprise is gone. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. the lure. And, and being a haunter and, and owning the haunt... That's the stuff I look just like you walking through the yeah. haunt. You're like, God damn it! Why can't I get away with that? What is, what is yeah. my problem? <laughs> but um, and then the other hand, it's once that as you see the guys running out from the door with the chainsaw, you're like, Yeah, I get. that's clap. <laughs> well, worth it. And, and I will say, I will say, and I said this a little bit earlier when we were we were doing some of the intro for the show. Uh, one of my other favorite haunts in in Utah was when they used to do the haunt in the Silver Mine up in Park City. Oh, oh man. yeah. Because you're mm-hmm. you're fucking trapped, right? You're like, stuck. You're yeah. going down that tube yeah. forever. You're like, when, yeah. when chainsaw when guy this? comes after you, <laughs> you're where the fuck there's you a go. rock. Yes. <laughs> you can't get away. <laughs> there's a couple thousand feet of earth above you, yep. like, and it's got that. It's cold. Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's, and it's underground. Yeah, it's, it's like was, that movie Bloody Valentine. Really oh yeah. So I mean that in in a sense is very similar to this. Like you can't just create that. Like there's there's an atmosphere that exists here because of. It being it, here. It being it. Yeah. yeah. The, the building for sure is. Well, and it still has it. a hospital smell. <laughs> so yeah, I tell like, you, yeah. what? go sit on the chairs in the lobby. 
like right here, right on the other oh, side we of did. us. We, we did when we first got here. Did, does anybody else smell that, right? It's not yeah. just me. Yeah, no, no. no. It's, it's like an insulin smell. Yeah, and even on the other section when we're walking down home. there, it's that carpet. There's something right. about that. When we walk down the Green Mile. It smells. It's what it's called, the Green Mile. The green carpet goes from one end to the other. That's the scary hole. Yes, it is. You haven't gone to the... We didn't take you all the way to the labor delivery. We're going to take him later. Um, we'll see if we can get uh, Wesley to come out and let you see. Um, we, on the paranormal side, we've done some things here that no one, even in the paranormal community, has not been able to equal um, in teaching other people and showing other people that they really do exist. And so, this is, gonna, this is a sacred space to you guys. How do you determine who you're gonna who you're gonna let into it on the paranormal side? Um, we got real choosy over the years. Um, things got out of control uh, and not just with teams some individuals um to where i think and you're seeing this happen all over the valley where people are just shutting that stuff down they're mm-hmm. like it was really cool when it was hot and they, you know you could it was a little extra side money and but outweighing what was happening the damage that was happening not just to the buildings but to the spirits mm-hmm. like and, and that's a real deal and anybody wants to argue with me let's go right because yeah, they're it, people they were people they're too people. as in life as in death those guys were real and you're fucking with them unnecessarily it, it just created a balance and I, and I thought to myself if that would have been me I wouldn't want to do that I wouldn't want I don't mind people going in and talking to me or even communicating with me or even asking me to do stupid things but when you start disrespecting me I'm out I'm yeah. out whether it's at home or whether it's at the hospital or, or wherever and I'm dead I'm out I'm, yeah. I'm done with that and so we had to start just like I treat my cast and just like I treat everybody that's around me I thought, what the hell am I doing not treating the spirits like that? Mm-hmm. And so it was a big eye-opener for us on that side of that. And, and, we, and then at that point, we just got started getting real choosy about who we let come in. Yeah. Then we watch real careful as people go through and, you know, just make sure, hey, would you talk to somebody who had a body that way? Just kind of open it up to that kind of thing. And you can have fun. You can laugh. You can be silly. And it helps, too. Yeah. I mean, in building that relationship, I cannot tell you talking to people after they left um, about some of the stories they're like oh my god I, I can't believe this I still have one hmm. at, at my daytime job and this guy comes to me and he, he does it every year right because he came through about three years ago and he goes I went into this room and there was a little girl in there and I was like oh I ain't going that way and I turned around and the little girl was right there and I was like oh screw this start backing out and the little girl was right there and he says I don't know how you guys did that and I said I didn't (laughs) was that the same girl that you had the experience with too do you think it was actually I believe it to be Sarah um, which who is who I had and she was yeah Um, which she's she's a hitchhiker that way Um, I I was telling that same paranormal story and um, I was talking about little Sarah and this girl had told me about you know, as, as I'm going on, she goes, wow, it really sounds familiar. She says, I remember coming down the hallway and entering labor and delivery because you entered labor and delivery hallway first on that side when the haunt was over there. And she says, I looked down and there was a little girl holding my leg, wrapped around it, riding my foot. And she was like, Mom? And so she thought she had got separated in the haunt. She was looking for her mother. This little, and, and this little girl, so instantly, and I, I really didn't ever believe that this could happen until I started playing these VR escape rooms that we got. Um, your mind just believes. You look down, you see that. 
now your foot is weighted down, right? Everybody's yeah. had a little oh, kid. Yeah. Everybody's had a little kid ride their foot running around the house doing something. Like that. So you know what it feels like. You know what? And you look down and you see it. This lady's dragging her foot through the haunted house trying to get through to get this little girl to the mom. And she goes down Labor New York Hallway, comes back in, and starts heading down second hallway is what you call it. And the little girl goes, she looks, she says, mom, looks down, the little girl's gone. And I finished my story and showed her the photo of little Sarah that I have. And she almost lost her shit. She was like, oh, my God. <laughs> her face That fell. is She's a little like, girl that followed wow. me through the haunt. Um, so. Well, that's not the only time she came out. Do you oh, remember? No. We had a friend that's in a wheelchair and they come out oh, every right. year for the haunted house. And he said that he was going through the clown maze and he was trying to follow this little girl because she seemed like she knew the way out. Followed her <laughs> into a dead end and she was gone. Poor Larry. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> Messing with a handicapped guy, yeah. as he says. And he was like, you know, it's really, it's not easy going through yeah. all those, Equal you know, walls. Opportunity haunting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care. She doesn't care. Well, you were you wrote a book yeah. about some of your experiences here. Yeah. 49 Stories is that? The Haunting of Asylum 49. Yeah. It's damn good, people. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie just because she's my wife and hot as hell, but. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> the chick can write. Um, and she's done an unbelievable job. I've been trying to, and I'll just put it out here, that she needs to write the script for what's happening right now for the. We got a lot of things going on with the movie and stuff like that. Um, I want her to put the script together because she's fantastic. So um, it's a good read. What inspired you to put those into a book? Just so more people can hear. There, yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> the lights are flickering and yeah. there's like a chainsaw in the back. And we're not doing that. That's not part of the show. It's just That's happening. Not your, it's not, <laughs> our, it's not no, our alien. I don't know how it's happening. Yeah, now, now I wanted to put some stories out there because there's a lot of things that happen that people don't realize in the paranormal. And it's extremely, um, it's it's very spiritual, I think, when you start learning about the spirits that are there, um, what they do, and you just, you never know what's going to happen next. I mean, we've had people that we've been able to find in history that we know for a fact who they are. Pictures given to us. Family members come over and say, that's my grandma or my brother and it seems like they once we've found out who they are once they've talked to their family members they move on and it's just interesting to see that because there's some we've had one that was here for 10 years wow and you know she'd just come in and that story's in the book and it happened while I was writing the book it was it. just crazy it was it was in, just crazy and I thought you know people really need to know about this stuff because it happens and it's so fascinating. It so make them aware, just like yeah. it did me. You know, it, it changed how I thought about mm -hmm. life and well, it's death. Like you said, you didn't, it's, or anybody who hasn't had an experience mm -hmm. like that. And you're always being, you're always being a, a skeptic. You know, it's good to always be a skeptic, even though you're here all the time, but you keep having those experiences. So it just kind of like solidifies the, so, yeah, definitely. The, it, yeah. 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 And, and it will do that constantly and it, and, it, and it did it even over here so um, just so just i took this picture nine or ten years yeah, ago long the time. first time i came through here <laughs> that was when we had the actual cribs in it's the like nursery cribs, yeah yeah because i've there's always it, it was one of those experiences where i felt something there was something there i took that picture 
I've transferred it from phone after phone after phone for the last oh, like, 10 years because there was something about <laughs> Chris it. Chris is literally making fun of you, by the way. <laughs> That's all right. There was something about... You know you can download those to your damn computer, No, right? but there's something about having it in your pocket. <laughs> I know, you've got to be able to show people. There's something about that experience. And that was... That was back when we were all young, skinny, Sick, and, right? I know. and short hair. and Can bend over without going, oh, my back. <laughs> but I don't remember that's that. And one of my favorite rooms. <laughs> Super favorite room. I keep that picture. I don't know if there's necessarily anything in that picture, but there was something about that experience that night, and it was <clears throat> after the haunt season was over. It was one of the very first times that I came out, and it was just myself and Tyson. If you, I don't mm-hmm. remember Tyson. It was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We came out, and... You guys gave us the tour and then just let us go for the whole evening. And yeah. we're like, we'll be back in three or four hours. Let us know if you need anything. Then we abandoned you. So uh, it's one of those, you know, when, pe- when people ask, you know, why do you believe? Or, you know, things happen and you have experiences. You're not, I don't know, for me, I'm not proving it to anybody. Right. Can you, though, even in today's society where you can fake anything if you wanted to with an app or true right you know? yeah. that picture's old though yeah that's old <laughs> did, did you ever do ghost hunting when you had to do the 35 millimeter camera photos uh-huh. did you yeah well, that's and crazy I, and then i had the old monologue <laughs> yeah. tape recorder the tape. oh man yeah. <laughs> is when you use bells and stuff like that to get your evidence but now we have all kind of fancy equipment lights on no way flashlights <laughs> mac lights pretty, yes. pretty sweet bullshit iphone apps right <laughs> And and we still only get the same evidence we've always got, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you I get? You uh, get bored fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want. I swear, I, I want. You're mm. you are bored with your guests. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> They're bored with us too. They're like, ah, oh, you again. Right. Get out of here. We We're don't want to talk to out. you. Find somebody it's who's going to be scared of us. <laughs> what are those seven year itch there? Because we've been married now for. I don't know how long, but 13 years. So (laughs) we're on a a 13-year marriage with these spirits. (laughs) Yeah, they're getting, they're like, oh, fuck you. you." (laughs) Just move along, guys. High and by. That's what we get now. (laughs) Do you guys try to keep the three separate, even though somehow they're always going to intertwine the paranormal with the haunt with your new community center? Like, how do you find that? keeping a, a balance of each of those and not, I don't know. It's almost impossible now with the haunt. Yeah. The haunt and ghost hunting are, are especially once it was out there, you know, you have the cast. I think and it's what tired really of talking married about them. It. Never. No, I love it. Never. I, I freaking love it. Because it, it's something that we've experienced that changed us and, and a lot of people. So even at the, at when we were doing the panel at, um, Fan X. Fan X. Yeah, I was going to say Comic-Con. I know. Formerly known. Formerly known. Don't do it. <laughs> Formerly. Sorry, Dan. Um, so <laughs> the so I'm, we're doing the con. We finish up. And um, uh, part of our real is because I'm a freak. Right? I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm an anomaly for my whole life and, and doing everything or believing in everything. I, I live in an LDS state and I'm not LDS. I'm not any religion, really, but I still believe um, in some things. Right. So. It, it, everything about everything about me is kind of like that, right? I'm going to do a haunted house. I'm going to do it worse than everybody else. We're going to have, we're going to have um, worse, better, whatever worse, you want to call it. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on who gonna, you are. <laughs> we're going to have, um, I can't even think of the name, but the human centipede thing, you know, and babies coming out vaginas. So those kind of things. <laughs> babies so, on barbecues. Your babies on barbecues. <laughs> um, but on the ghost hunting side as well, I've noticed that 
if I'm not afraid to tell somebody what I've experienced, that person is all of a sudden has an outlet to talk to somebody about what they have experienced. Everybody's got a story. Because it is very, very rare that I talk to somebody that has not had an, a paranormal experience. Whether And, and it was just so funny because at the con, the lady comes up to me afterwards, cute little lady, four foot tall, <laughs> daughter's about the same. And she had to be a hundred. And she says to me, she says, um, I got to tell you about this thing that happened to me in Harriman when I lived out there. And I say, yeah, I lived out in Harriman for a while too before I moved to, to Tooele. And she says, yeah, so you know about this place? And, and I vaguely remember the house even. And she goes, I, I really don't tell any people because we're already considered the smoker family. Oh, no. So we don't want to be considered the crazy family, smoker too. Smoker crazies. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, but she got to at least sit there and tell somebody her paranormal story. And, and it's got to feel good. It's got to feel some kind of release to... to um, let that out and, and not have somebody think down on you or um, and so I don't mind talking about it at all I love it I love to tell the stories I love to tell the interaction and if you want to think I'm crazy I think I'm crazy I don't give a shit what you think <laughs> yeah you haven't seen what we've seen yeah. <laughs> the hard part is with the TV shows and the different yes. things it. there is so much fake stuff yes that- and you've lived it twice yes. well it makes it easy for people to be like oh that's just all garbage and, mm-hmm. and, they, and I can usually tell I can tell people I tell and I talked about this a little bit at the con also is that um, people that have really had an experience is nothing like you see on TV. Nothing. And I've had both. I've had encounters with full-blown apparitions that were sweet as pie, and I've had some that wanted to kill me. I'm sure of it. And and Those are the and, living ones. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. In either cases, it wasn't nothing like it was on TV. It's very emotional, both sides, whether it's tears or anger, or it is super emotion um, that races through you at the time. And, and there's no way to fake it. And it just seems like everything stops. Okay. The whole world just stops. Well, you talked second. about the little girl in the hall on an opening night. I don't know if that, I don't remember if you said that was your first year. And you explained like it felt like it was such a long time. But in reality, it was just. Yeah, the story takes a little bit of time to tell. It takes a little bit because yeah. um, there's a lot of detail. And I soaked it all in. I soaked all the detail in. But really. Which most people in those moments don't have the opportunity you know, to you don't even really think they're going to process because, it. You yeah. Know? Well, and I think the reason why is because it's happening to them for the first time or it's happening. You know, it's not like this is your hundredth time something weird has happened. And that was the difference for me. Right. It wasn't if, if I would have ran into that same situation and never had experienced anything paranormal. My brain would erase that shit. And I'm like, no, you ain't remembering any of this shit because it'll haunt you at night. And but it wasn't. It wasn't the first apparition. She was like the fourth one I had saw. She was the first one I talked to, and that freaked me out. Um, but I, I was far enough along in the paranormal to realize you need to absorb this and you need to soak it up and you really need to pay attention because this doesn't come off. This this kind of stuff doesn't happen all the time. And so I was able to do that at the time and, and really soak up all the detail and. And unfortunately, just like you said, it takes a little bit of time to describe it all, but it happened very quickly. And at the end, I was just like left almost like a blubbering idiot. And, and yeah. the, the weird thing is, is that when it did happen, I mean, I was I was in the middle of a full working haunted house, music, atmosphere, the whole nine yards. And there was nothing but me and this little girl. That was no it. Sound. All of that was gone. Wow. And then the second it came back, she was gone. It came back just just as fast as it left and I was like oh my god what the hell happened <laughs> Sheree I don't know if you want to touch on it 
um, Ghost Adventures and oh, how okay. and how no you don't even <laughs> you don't no I just I, I just, just figured we were in a whole nother show if I was touching things <laughs> oh, uh, oh my gosh <laughs> she paused that out, she you know? paused wait a minute see, it was a legit question I she's I don't know if you want to touch on it that's it. <laughs> but, no, wait a minute. That's a legit answer. It is a legit answer. Um, how how did they come out to you guys in the first place? Did you reach out to them or did they reach out to you? They're pretty much whores. So they have scouts everywhere, right? And and anything that's haunted, they're going to go. I mean, they went to a pizza place. They've gone to, come on. Anybody that says Case they're haunted, crossing. they're going to come out, right? And, and uh, yeah. honestly, I get it. After, now. So... Let's rewind about six months ago before they came. I think is when they came for the second time, right? I don't know. It's all a blur anymore. Which was weird because they didn't <laughs> normally go back to locations. For the longest time, mm-hmm. that was one of their deals. was like, no, we're not returning to a, a specific location, yada, yada, yada. But w- they had no real choice. I mean, they got to see. we got to see the whole hospital this time. So I thought, I'm going to pitch mm-hmm. it. Because the publicity did as well. I'm not going to lie. Sure, yeah. Even though, and, but let's say before then, before they came, and you were to ask me about Ghost Adventures, I'd have told you that they were douchebags. Actually, I would have told you Zach was a douchebag, right? Because that is the persona that he comes across. I mean, that's how his personality is. And the other thing I like to tell people is that everything I, so on the recording, on the show, I did say everything that was there. I just didn't say it in that order. <laughs> so the, the dude is a master at getting you to say what he wants you to say. And then going back and editing it. Yeah, he's a so professional. So it really you know? says what it wa- he wants it to say, right? It has to be frustrating going back and watching your episode and be like, what? I didn't give yeah. a shit. Honestly, I didn't care. Like, so, again, uh, I, I was did. just like, whatever. I yeah, did. Yeah. With mine, so, I had like a blip and it went through really fast because I, I didn't know what he wanted me to say. You know, I'm like, I don't get what you want well, me to say. Well, that was the second one. The second one. I didn't know what he wanted me to say. Did, so we I was just of- like. We were on to him on the second one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't say what you need me to say. It's not true. <laughs> also, probably why they don't go back to very many places more than once. Like, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, they, there was a lot of rumor. Uh, they were doing things that they shouldn't have been doing, going places they shouldn't have been going. And so there were a lot of places that wouldn't have him back either. Um, and, and but I, so he comes again, right? So, and reduct, I, I I had just put the word out. All you got to do is put on a couple yeah. things, and, and then bam, they're well, all over. At the over. time, that was when the Haunting of Asylum Forty Nine was coming out. Yeah, too. So it was. Not a market. We book. did a lot of. Uh, <laughs> we did a lot of radio interviews. Me and the, my co-author yeah. Richard Estep, and so as we were doing that, they it started going down, you know, through the grapevine. And so they were like, oh, you're getting the other side. Ner- yeah, the other side. OK, so that's where that all came about. And, and when he came back, I got to see a different side of him. Right. So I, I took a ton of time off from work, stayed here the time they were they were filming. And there's still a lot of bullshit. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of bullshit that goes on. Um, well, it's for TV. Exactly. It's entertainment. Exactly. And, 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 guess what? and if you're watching that and don't. And think it's all 100% accurate and true. You're a dumbass and probably think right. World Wrestling Federation or whatever. They're got some, is real. What do they say? It's not beach, real. What? Front property. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and really even dealing with him the second time. Right. So he showed a different side. I have some backstage footage that never made it to air that he completely just messed with my kids to the point. And my, my, my boy's pretty good about he's pretty witty he's got a lot of wit to him so they they went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth over a fidget spinner and <laughs> ends up selling him the fidget spinner 
for an ungodly amount of money that we paid like three dollars for and then he makes him sign the money so that we could sell the money so <laughs> yeah I told you he's very witty and um but it was it was really cool and i got to see a side of him that he was actually a real person and so as we go on filming and and i know this is going to break a lot of people's hearts that really hate them guys but um as we go on filming um I start seeing dick moves is what I called them, right? You know, and, and I would call them on it. Like, screw you. What the f- what are you doing? And one of them was we were talking and he had mentioned that he had to go clear back to Bountiful. So he wanted to leave a little early because that's where he was staying. And I thought, wait a minute. Aaron and um, Billy. Billy is are staying up at um, this little hotel right around the corner. And I said, what the? what the hell is that all about? I said, Zach, you ain't that goddamn famous. I said, well, you, you can't stay with your crew anymore. And he says, it's not that I don't want to. He said, I love hanging out with those guys. They really are good people to hang out with. We have a lot of fun together. He said, but we're real easy to trace and we're real easy to track when we're in a group. And I said, what the hell does that even mean? And he says, I was filming at a location. We went back to the hotel room. I woke up the next day with a girl in my bed naked next to me. And he didn't invite her with him. Yeah, he wasn't. It wasn't somebody he brought along. Yeah, and and that gets pretty goddamn scary. I mean, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, I don't. If she, you know, I don't even know how to answer that really because it could be scary. But I think he's, he's like not to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, but, but the, pro- the problem is the problem is okay. She's in there, and then what happens after that? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. does yeah. she say something? Because yeah. she's a TV star, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. And it happened here. We had some stalkers. We had to call the police, have them wow. escorted off. The, the cemetery sits real high, and they were trying to come down off the cemetery because they were filming in the back because they didn't want anybody to know they were there. And somebody found out, and sh- and the next thing you know, we had to call the cops to have these guys removed from the, the area. Um, so it, the reality set in that that does happen, right? There is some reasoning behind him. And um, the... The other thing is, I got, you know, I, I take everything I do with a passion. Haunted house, passion. When I'm working in the haunted house, I don't have my grandkids come up. I don't have my kids come up. And they all know it. Don't come up. I'm busy. Unless I, you're going to work. Unless, yeah, unless you're, <laughs> you're going to put a screw in the wall. Don't come up here. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm, I'm not, I, I am focused. I am focused. I'm doing something. I'm probably, you know, I, and, and it's happened where my granddaughter's coming. and said, Grandpa, I want to play. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. And I'm going to play. And... I'm okay with it at the time, but when I'm done, I'm like, God damn it, I should have finished this project. Now I'm behind. Now I'm behind, and I get all shitty, right? And so... Because um, she's so cute. Yeah, I mean, can't, I really? can't pass her up, Just right? so cute. And so it hit me after dealing with him and following him around. The guy is in it. He knows every shot. He knows every angle. He has already prepared it all. He knows how the costumes are. He is at work. That's what he does. And then he gets... When he's not at work, He's a fairly decent guy, yeah. but when he's at work, he's at work, and and I got that part, and that's what sucked. I, it ruined my image of being able to tell everybody, "Oh, that guy's an asshole." Yeah, because it's not. He's just a jo- he's at a job, and he's doing something, and, and, and he's doing. He's- and they hound that boy like <laughs> uh, they beat the shit out of him, and he's always on the phone with the producer, um, whether he's talking about the current location or he's filming. Like he he went from our location of filming straight down to, to Bountiful to film another location and, and there was no time in between. You just did it. He had already sent the, the, B, the B-roll crew down, started filming. So when they show, I mean, it, it was, you know, it, it's described as a, like a on seven days, off seven days, on 14 days, off, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's how he's, that's how he goes. 
So I got it, and it sucked. So looking back at the footage, it's all it's all real. It's all it's no BS. No hell no. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and that's the other thing, it's, right? It's they faked some of it, right? I loved they, watching it. Stuff they didn't even use. Yeah, yeah. There was some. So in the first episode, right? I would say that probably really about seventy percent of it was real. It was mm-hmm. real, and but to me, knowing what was already here. Um, I could tell like the best part, one of the easy examples for me. And I love this part because they showed up with this reel to reel recorder, right? They were going to, they were going old school. They're going to ghost hunt old school. And they got this reel to reel recorder and the behind the scenes things. They had ordered four of them off of eBay. One of them showed up working. <laughs> <laughs> so they get it and they go into the conference room, which is known to have a couple kids in there that haunt Jessica and Christian. I'm very familiar with their voices. Um, by the way, my name is Jessica, yeah. and my brother's name is Christian. Get out. What? No joke. Holy oh shit. my gosh, we need to get both of you guys in there. No doubt. <laughs> Bring him down here. <laughs> that you're our trigger objects. Yeah. <laughs> bait? Can we say bait? Um, so she's like crap. They, it was so funny because they had all these technical people here, and no one knew how to erase the reel to reel. <laughs> no clue shit, yeah. they were all looking for a race button they were it's doing like, everything delete, they can delete, delete. No, yeah where's the delete button and and finally they gave in they're like yeah, um, we can't use this that sucks and we're like what yeah we it's got recordings on we know how to record it and so well, let me i'll be right back we go out to our um our shed or our tool our shop and we grab this huge horseshoe magnet it was massive like it probably two inches thick all the way around oh, wow. this thing is a magnet right and um we walk back in there with it and set it down on the table like, what am i gonna do with that just put it over this wheel right here yeah. raced it all it was that's like, your the, delete what button. kind of goddamn sorcery is this because <laughs> they were too young to know I, I i was too young i guess too but I'm, I'm not much older than they are but i at least knew how to erase the reel to reel magnets how do they I know, work never um, right wiped anything so they're but, miracle during that so they they record right they do an an evp session and they get a recording of little jessica on there and watching because i didn't get you don't get to see it until it airs what did she say again was it hello or was it mom i think it was mom no i can't remember what it was i think it was hello but their reaction their look on their face told me shit that was real like they, they're not used to now getting real evidence yeah. <laughs> oh my god and that was their whole reaction like what do we do now what the hell do i do <laughs> someone said something to us what do we do and um but on the second episode the and there was some the hallway stuff i just need to know that the hallway and the door when the guy was sleeping so that really did happen okay that really did happen the door really did happen um and but the best evidence that happened that night, they wouldn't air because it didn't happen over here on the nursing home side. No. It happened on the haunted house side. Yes. Lame. Oh, but it was really cool. Freaked them all out. And it happened to be in the same room, the conference room. Um, they were trying to get him back. But there. and the other thing was, is that they, um, they it was an EVP session that it was happened real fast. Uh, it was on the fly. Aaron pulls a recorder out. And I won't tell you the whole story, but he says to him. Uh, this is uh, Zach and Aaron from Ghost Adventures. Do you remember us? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a I have a question for you too because you've made your home here. You you I mean you you planted yeah. some deep roots in Tooele now, massive uh, or Tule as I like to call it. <laughs> Tule. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's one thing that you would tell someone coming to the state of Utah that they needed to do before they time. left? 
you got to come here. Absolutely. <laughs> um, whether you're into just the historic building itself, the haunted house, the ghost hunting, now the community center that we got going on, including the VR and the um, escape games. Yeah. Uh, we've got a ton of things for the community here to do. Yeah, so, look yeah. us up on social media under Asylum 49. Always on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. Send us a message. Tell us you're coming into town, and, and we'll see if we can get and, you in. And what, uh, so for, for the hot season, for the people that are, are here um, for the hot season, what are your hours of operation? It's from 7 to 10, Tuesday through Thursday, and on Friday and Saturday at 7 to midnight. On Wednesday and, and Thursday, if you keep your bracelets on, you can bounce back for $5. Thanks so much for talking to us at length, guys. It thanks was, for uh, having us. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys Thank for you. coming out. It was awesome. Well, that's going to be a wrap for uh, episode 121 of the New Utah podcast. You know, I don't think that we said who we were <laughs> in the intro. Just too excited. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, the New Utah podcast. If you've managed to stick <laughs> it through until now, thanks. This is um, a way better episode than our sad sack episode from last yeah, time. No, uh, that was a good episode, but for different reasons. It really was. Jay, Jay Washington listened to it and sent me a text that he was like, thank you. So uh, I think it was an episode. You got to have sad sack episodes every once in a while. Somewhat you got to bring it down. Now. Keep it real. And then you well, follow up. Well, if we were up, recording on 9-11. You, you follow up your 9-11 episode with an episode about a scary fucking place in Utah. <laughs> but you guys gotta come and check this out. If you live around here, if you live in Utah. Yeah, I, I can't like, of all the haunted houses that I've been to and I've been to most of them in Utah, this one is still my favorite. Yeah, you've actually mentioned this one to me several times and you've wanted to come out here. Because of what it was, like even if it's not haunted, a lot of people think it is, even if it's not haunted, it's still creepy as fuck because it's an amazing it, location it's, and it's legit. Yeah, and the like the the stuff they have in the hallways is just here because it's, it was here and it's it, real old awesome. like old hospital beds and stuff. Not the nice new stuff that you get at the Death Star uh, in Murray. Uh -huh. It's it's stuff from the freaking fifties and sixties. Like it is old shit. Well, and it's crazy because the bathroom that they have here that's available um, for the public. For the public, yeah. yeah. Is an old. It's an old room. It's an old room. You can they tell where they like pulled everything out of. You can see like the the wheelchair like marks well, on the door. And when I walked over there to look down that hallway, I didn't realize I was standing under a speaker and they're like piping creepy stuff. And I like jump and all the people that were sitting in the break room were like laughing at me. You can follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast. Uh, go to our website, thenewutah.com. There's lots of stuff up there for you to see. Um, Jess will link out um, the Haunted House uh, page uh, that we talked about. And uh, if you like what you hear, uh, we got some more reviews. We didn't get word reviews, but we got starred reviews. We're, we're officially a five-star show on mm -hmm. iTunes. Um, so we, we do appreciate those. If you have feedback, feel free to leave that for us or reach out on Facebook. If you have an event, if you'd like to schedule us to come out and, and talk to you or you'd like to come talk to us in our podcast studio, uh, feel free. Uh, reach out to Jess. Uh, she doesn't do anything but schedule people for our show. She's pretty available. <laughs> <laughs> she makes cake. cake back she Makes, for this. She makes cakes if and you, schedules for our podcast. If you want a cake, contact us. Jess can help you out. If you want some architecting, uh, Jeremy's available 24-7. Uh, Go ahead if and give him If your computer's not working, Chris is your yep. man. Yep, I'm your man. If you need some insurance... Breeze got you covered. Only commercially, though. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not can, gonna like insure your house. You can totally hook them up with you personal. Can do it. I can, but not personally. Take their yeah. money. No, but she'll she'll get you set up. So um, we, we pretty much got all your bases covered. Uh, if you're having a baby, we're probably not the right people to talk to. But other but than I'll that, I'll buy you a cute gift. 
So, uh, yeah, share our episode if you like it. Um, if you liked it and this is the first time you've heard it and you didn't know that we were the new Utah podcast because we didn't tell you at the beginning. Um, oops. Oops. You know now. Whoopsies. Uh, listen to some more of our stuff. 